Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listen to discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Friday, can't believe it. Bit nippy, gonna be a bit nippy today. Gonna get up to uh, maybe 65 for the high. That's that's tops, baby. That's tops, huh? All right, sweatshirt weather. Yeah, love it. Sweatshirt weather, and it's gonna be nice out. Maybe a fire, maybe a fire this evening. Oh, for sure, right? That sounds like a great idea. I I won't be able to partake, but I love that idea. What the hell, man? I'm not going to be home, man. I got, I got things to do. Oh, uh, there's, there's guy. Hey, wrestling has to be wrestled. Oh, you got a wrestling event? Yeah. Where's that at? Uh, St. Louis Anarchy, Anarchy out in Alton tonight at 7. Ooh. It's going to be a good one, man. going to be a real good one. Yeah, but there's not going to be any, like, rules or regulations. No, nah, man, there is no rules or regulations. Anarchy. It's anarchy. It's St. Louis Anarchy, wow. baby. That sounds like a wild. <laughs> if there were rules... Evening. Wouldn't be anarchy. There no. are definitely no rules. The last time I was there, uh, somebody said some very rotten f words towards me. So, now like listen. Glory Glory Pro, the one that I usually do at South Broadway, that's family friendly. St. Louis Anarchy uh, is not. I listen, mean, it's in the name. If somebody calls my buddy Tony Patrico, fantastic. One more time. I wish it was fantastic. That was not it. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was a uh, uh, very vile thing. Now, was it somebody calling your character? No. So, 
No. <laughs> oh wait, how you, could you, you tell? Maybe they maybe they were in character. You don't uh, no, mean fellow. Saw... You don't mean fellow wrestlers. No, 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 no. Oh, and I, I and I don't about... mean and I don't mean the the like the wrestling fans that are like, man, Patrico from Grindhouse, we hate you, and the Gunslinger, and we hate you. Well, in case was... in case you don't know, just explain. So Grindhouse is so this grind... gr- is this group you're in. Grindhouse is our. Grindhouse is our way of life. Uh, Grindhouse is our faction, quote unquote, where it's uh, me and then there's a couple wrestlers, Matt Fitchett, Davey Vega, Anakin Murphy, Marty Bell, and we don't don't take no ish from nobody. You grind. Yeah. Yeah. And we live in in a a house. house. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so we are are bad. We are heels in the wrestling world. We are bad guys. People boo us and they hate us and they specifically hate me. Like I sponsor a match for Glory Pro every week, every, every event and they're like and now the following match is brought to you by patrico entertainment and the whole place boos like they like hate me that has nothing to do with your character they hate the character they don't necessarily hate me over at anarchy they hate my character and there's like a group of core people that really hate me who say i don't deserve to be there i don't belong there oh love it (laughs) what does that mean they're saying that I haven't put in the work, like all these guys that have but wrestled you're for working, years you're upon years. In the work. I know, and they're like, you know, they're like, once you work the concession stand, once you set up the ring, and once you do but this, you like, are working now, like you're working it now, right, right. And it's a, it, listen, it's a select few people that do it, but they're usually people sitting right up front. And when I'm on the mic giving my promo, they are screaming like, so Glory Pro wrestles in South Broadway. Anarchy wrestles in Alton. As I'm delivering my promo, there's a guy up front that's just continuously screaming, "Take that ish back to South Broadway." Okay. <laughs> Sorry, man. Like I, I'm, I'm having the time of my life. Wait, I'm working my ass of, off. I'm taking it serious. You can't be fans of both. Apparently nah, maybe, not. According maybe it's to this one fella. of those things where some people feel like there's only one way to the top. You know, like you have to pay these particular dues. This one way street. Mm. Like one guy tweeted. One guy tweeted the last time. Uh, Patrico, we love you and we want you in wrestling. We just don't want you here. You know, uh, okay, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to draw a parallel. I'm going to draw a parallel to to radio. Okay, back when I first started, if you wanted to get into a so so St. Louis would be a you know. Mid market, you know, mid market, market, market. <laughs> you know, so so as far as the the rankings go for radio markets, New York is number one, and it's all based on population. So New York, L.A., Chicago, and then it's like uh, you know Boston, D.C., yeah. you know, all the way down. We're number twenty four. We used to. We used to kind of teeter in and out of the top 20, be 19 or 20, but we, we found ourselves at number 24 because of population shifts. Um, so back when I started, if you ever wanted to work in a major to, to mid-major market, there was no way you could just jump right in and just start working here. Right. You needed to go somewhere else. You needed to go to market, you know, 125, mm-hmm. you know, Springfield, Missouri, and work there for three years. Nobody would ever just jump in. And be a an on air personality, right? In a place like St. Louis, you'd have to quote unquote earn your keep, right? Exactly. You got to pay your dues. Pay your dues. Pay your dues. Same exact thing happens with music, man. A lot of especially these days, a lot of people are like, "Oh, this guy, this guy's uh, he just he just went platinum, but he started on YouTube or or, or American TikTok Idol or, or yeah, hey, let- or something like that. Like uh, he didn't have to pay dues for seventeen years in a van, and, and honestly, that's still. The attitude from a lot of people. Well, and and the way and and when I started in radio back in 1998, that's what I had to do. I mean, I had to go and work at the Jersey Shore for a couple of years and go into that small market 
and quote unquote pay my dues mm-hmm. and drive the promotions van around. Yeah. I had to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like when somebody jumps into you know a situation. Like, you know, you jump into, you know, uh, on air immediately in St. Louis from from an intern position or even from a promo position. As I say, that's what happened to me. That's what happened to me. You didn't do it the right way. What does that mean? Right, right. Is that you're jealous because you you wouldn't take that opportunity? And most You would say time. if you were offered that opportunity, Moon, you go, nah. Nah, I nah, need I to gotta pay go work dues. at the Jersey Shore for, for $5 an hour where it costs more in gas to get to the radio station than I'm actually making here. Yeah. So stupid. Uh, let me let me just attitude. put hey, let me put it this way. This is how this is how crazy some of it is. So there is a guy who really hates me, and not just my character, like me. We're talking about li- Scott, I guess. Has lit- has literally up? said, oh. like, has literally said, you do not belong here. We do not want you here. You do not belong here. This guy hates me so much <laughs> for zero reason, has blocked the show and every one of you. He's blocked me. Oh, Everyone, oh, I have to do I this. Like I hate you. I found a disturbance in the force. But I like that guy. For, for no, for no other reason. What have I done besides the fact that he does not believe that I belong? Well, in the look world what you wrestling. did. You oh, lost man. me a follower. I, I felt that. I remember when that happened. Mm-hmm. That's at night. I couldn't get any sleep. <laughs> there was. I kept there was. Uh, up. That is there, and, and strange. Then, and then it's funny because like there's a guy. He hates there. you and all your friends. There's a guy there that, associated with him. that <laughs> every awesome. time I come out, he he's the first person to stand up, and he's got both of his middle fingers up, and he's right in my face. And this is not and part then, of the show. He's not then, involving himself in the this, show. Perhaps? This guy here who stands up and gives me the double birds after the show. We talk. He's a team Riz member. Oh, okay, We're laughing. Yeah. We're having a great time. He's having this other time. guy who has blocked all of us. Won't even look at me. Won't even look at me. <laughs> won't even acknowledge me. I wrestled in a match with Matt Fitchett last time, who's like a, a big name in anarchy and a big name in the local wrestling world. Yeah, yeah, I like him. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he told me that I have tarnished his image because he, I, I came out with him. Like, well, relax, him, man. Well, yeah. Me and all my friends talked. Man, what about and again, him? and I don't even. I haven't. Sp- I haven't spoken a single solitary noise to this man. Maybe I've never even gone. For. I've never gone. Well, I can't. Imagine. I would love to talk to him, but like. If you're going to be this vile and this ignorant to me, why would I even make an effort? Okay, so in the re- just just keep it on the wrestling tip. And I saw yesterday, so is it Logan Paul? Logan Paul, yeah. Logan Paul has been wrestling in WWE. And he was at uh, one of the big, was it WrestleMania? Yeah, he wrestled uh, The Miz at WrestleMania. And it was an incredible and it match. Was pretty good. It was very entertaining. And he, usually when they put celebrities in there, they put them in like a tag match so they can kind of hide them at times. And they do a couple cool things and that's it. Logan Paul wrestled a legit match at WrestleMania and it yeah, was they've good. Been, they've been putting wow. celebrities in WWE matches for forever. Forever. Uh, and, and, I watch the highlights of this Logan Paul guy during WrestleMania, and he's doing a flips, and he, I mean, it looked like a legit wrestling thing. Mm-hmm. But this Jeez. is a guy that didn't, quote-unquote, pay his dues, and now he's wrestling for the championship. Yeah, there are two camps on the Logan Paul in the WWE thing. There's the the wrestling fans that are like, man, we wanted to hate you, but you're performing, and this is awesome, and you're putting on good matches. And then there is the old-school... Oh, just because you got a name and some money behind you, all of a sudden you're in the main event, you don't deserve this. Well, as far as your situation goes, uh, wouldn't people want somebody from the number one radio show? They yeah, don't care. Do they blocked you. They, they, listen. Don't you want, no, re- don't you want local wrestling well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. to get bigger 
and be popular and more people exposed to what it is that you love. Don't and, you want that? Yeah. And here's Don't the craziest you want thing Louis's about Logan Paul involved. Here, here's the yeah, craziest thing about Paul. all of this is that so like there's like a podcast after each of the events. Like the, they do a couple guys that work for the company do a podcast, and they have the owner of the company on the podcast, and he was like, "Hey man, I know I saw online a lot of people, you know, saying that." You know, Patrigo doesn't, he goes, what you guys don't know is Patrigo was involved in every aspect of creating the match. He was there early. He was asking for advice. Afterwards, he asked what he can improve on. He was there picking up chairs afterwards. So if you want to sit there and you want to say that I'm not taking it seriously, I, I mean, I, I am. Listen, I don't think you need to apologize. Yeah, you don't have to prove yourself to me. You don't have to prove yourself to You've already proven yourself to me, pal. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Riz. That's what I was looking for. It is an interesting scene, though, since it is kind of built around that intensity and that drama and all that. And I know that, you know, and you'll and you'll admit this, that, that sometimes that kind of stuff gets to you a little bit. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it's tough. So it's I'm, very tough. I'm surprised. Living in a world and working in a place where my goal every night is to go out there and get hated on. Yeah. But as, as soon as I walk past the character or past the curtain again... I'm done with the hate. When I come out there and I shake your hand afterwards, we're now friends. We're having a great time. Sometimes that doesn't separate. Yeah. Well, my my only real experience with the local wrestling scene, I mean, besides the the couple of eating treats that uh, mm -hmm. that there was local wrestling at, was the December to Remember last year, mm -hmm. which was a blast. Yeah. I had such a good time. Such a good time. I do not think that they have booked the December show yet for Glory Pro. <clears throat> I th I think there's something. Oh, in the there works. is. That is so interesting. I think there's something in the works. Maybe December to remember too. Don't know. Yes. Don't know. Just gotta let them hate you, brother. Hey, I do want to bring, and I'm cool with it. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, events, somewhat local, I think Moon, you may have dodged a bullet by not going to that Garth Brooks show last uh, last Sunday. Ooh. Yeah. So I know where you're going with this, and we had warn dozens of warnings uh, before with with this one particular issue. Um, I still I'm still really bummed out that I wasn't able to go. Um, still super. bummed You know out. what? The last experience you had watching Garth was at the Dome, and maybe have that in your head. As yes, oh, this was, was a great time. Oh, you got yeah. to sing with the man. <laughs> I got to sing if with the you, guy and hang out. Maybe with, if you would have gone flawless. to this show last Sunday, you would have experienced this. It would have been, and this would have been the last thing you thought of. No, seeing Garth Brooks. I don't know. You no, may not have been able to even get into the venue. No, yeah, I was gonna say. Well, what you're about to get to has nothing to do with Garth. Plus, they had this air show and fireworks, and like the I wanted to see the venue itself. I've. And it was I, flawless I'll, I'll weather. Start, I'll start by saying, yes, Sunday was gorgeous. And you know me. Come on. You you saw me experience. You, you, you've you been on enough trips with me and, like, even the Chiefs game uh, last year and all that kind of stuff. When, when we're on the road, I'm pretty chill feller, dude. dude I could rock when, when Just seeing some of the details of what people went through, nobody would be chill. I, the chill is zero no chill. people, man. Yeah. Zero of zero people would be chill. <laughs> nobody would be chill having to go through something. I this know stuff. what you're saying. So go and on. And this has nothing to do. And Scott, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Have you yeah, seen Yeah, I saw this. Uh, my wife sent it over to me last night. This has nothing to do with Garth Brooks, the man himself. Mm -mm. Yeah. So this now, all has to do with the venue, this place, not being prepared for such a such a crowd. Yeah. So remember the details, and I'm sure you'll get into them. The shows were Friday, Saturday, uh, Friday evening, Saturday evening, Sunday during the day. Show started at like two or three. Um, and this is a newer. This is not a newer venue, but it is a newer venue. As in, they took the capacity from about nine thousand to fifty thousand in like a matter of a couple weeks or yeah. months. Okay, so headline, 
Fans demand refunds following Missouri Garth Brooks concert. And Ridgedale, Missouri, that is where this place, this venue is, Ridgedale, mm -hmm. out near Big Cedar. After many fans waited in bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic before the Garth Brooks concert at Thunder Ridge Nature Arena, they decided to turn around and go home. We left Kansas City around noon. We got to the, into the Branson area around 4, Michelle Boucher said. She bought tickets for the concert Friday night. It was 9 p.m., and we were still in line at the fruit farm to catch a shuttle, and people were actually coming back from the venue, and the shuttles are ready. They were telling us that it took them an hour to get from the fruit farm parking lot to the venue. So then we were just like, yeah, we're not doing that. They had two buses running that line back and forth to the fruit farm, and those two buses held 54 people. Oh, man. We've yeah. got thousands and thousands of people parked at Fruit Farm for two buses. This is on Friday, correct? Friday. Okay, yeah. This, so this is night number one. Since Friday, Boucher has spent hours calling Ticketmaster and Big Cedar trying to get some sort of refund. From Ticketmaster, I've tried to contact them several times, and I kept uh, I keep getting that venue has to do... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I keep getting that the venue has to okay the refunds to start happening, and that has not happened. As for Big Cedar, Boucher says... One of the operators took down her name, number, and email. So far, the only refund she has received is for parking. I actually paid for the fruit farm parking on my debit card. On Monday, I contacted my bank, told them the situation. I told them that I need to get refunded, and it got. I guess she got it back. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm. Everything I'm reading here is that you couldn't get from the parking lot into the venue. It took hours. And people were just going. Tch, and how far was the parking lot this. from the venue? Enough where you'd have to take a shuttle. Well, so there were yeah, there were multiple shuttles too. And the other thing that I heard that was causing all sorts of trouble was it's only a couple lanes to get into this area. So the, the logistics obviously have to be worked out, and I'm sure there's construction plans and all that for the future to do that. The shuttles were coming from a couple different places, but one of the things I heard that they made a mistake on, and this is just hearsay so far is that they didn't have a dedicated shuttle line. So even if there's a 54-person shuttle, it was also stuck in the traffic and created more traffic. Wow. So imagine... And if you're shuttling only 54 people at a time from a huge parking lot... Yeah. So... And it's a crowd of 50-something thousand. 50-something thousand. And, and the, I heard it was like two to four-hour waits in, in the in the parking lot, in and out. Imagine two or four-hour wait in a shuttle with 50 other people. Ugh. So I can I, listen. I I would arrive. You could be the, the you could be the Dalai Lama chill. Yeah, as, as long as I have food in my stomach, I would have rocked it fine. Pr pr Get out of no. chill. Oh man, you don't know me. Oh, I know you. You're uh, a human being. There's yeah, no way yeah, you can be a, chill. But I have a switch, and it, it can go whoop. And I, I as go, I said, the Dalai Lama wouldn't be chill. <laughs> if I flipped the switch, as He'd long as my stomach was full, <laughs> he'd be throwing a fit in the parking lot. Is that the Dalai Lama pissed by like punching people? <laughs> Is that the Dalai Lama at the at the ticket window demanding a <laughs> refund? Yeah. He lost his cool. <laughs> Driving on the grass in a shuttle bus? I guess this this Thunder Ridge uh nature arena, they do have plans to improve traffic. But that didn't help people last Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And they were in, in this article they're saying people saw what was going on on social media on Friday and Saturday. They had tickets for Sunday. They were like, not worth it. Well, yeah, we had wow. tons of warnings. Now, I think the Sunday thing, they had a, a, a few changes already. I think they spent the entire weekend, especially after that first night.
uh, trying to fix these problems and uh, obviously uh, mitigate all the, the, the troubles and everything. But I don't know. I didn't hear anything about Sunday. So tell me if there's something in that article because I, I, all these articles and all these social media posts that I've read, they're all talked about Friday and some of them talked about Saturday. Nobody talked about Sunday. So maybe they kind Maybe of Sunday it. was better. I, all I see is Friday and Saturday. So I don't know about Sunday. Maybe they fixed it, man. Yeah. I wonder if they just also rented a few more buses or stole the trams from Silverdor City and brought those down as little green carts. I need to do something. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, I saw How that far is the walk? That's what I'm saying. That's what I want to know. I just would have popped out and walked. But, I mean, think of think of the age range of his fans. He's got, you know, young people all the way up to super old. So, I'm sure there's a lot that couldn't do any couldn't kind of walk? walk. I don't know. Yeah, well, think about it. Yeah, just some go, of those. Uh, what are you saying? Health. Garth Brooks fans are, Garth Brooks fans are out of shape? Yeah, I what, think that's what he's what saying. What are you wow, saying? unbelievable, saying, Scott. What are you saying? Think of, think of uh, where we're at in America, you know? It's so not I, the most Especially exercise. country music fans. Yeah. I get it. Somebody somebody that was at the show on Man, Friday said. brutal. <laughs> somebody <laughs> no, no, somebody no. that was at the show on Friday said, Fruit Farm was a nightmare on Friday night. We arrived at 4.30, sat down in our seats at 8.30. Oh, my God. Said five buses were running, and that was not enough. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, man, that, that would have caused me to turn around, go park at Silver Dollar City, rent a bike, and bike in. And yeah. bike over. But I saw that Bass Pro said they're going to, you know, they apologize and they're going to make it right. What does that mean? I don't yeah, know. How, what, what, if, like a free turkey collars for everybody? Oh, hey, dude. now? <laughs> no, everybody gets a buy one, get one free ride on the ducks. Woo! Which are back up and running. Back up and running. And you are get a free ticket to yeah. Moon River Theater, and you get to go to Mickey Gilly's Restaurant, so... Yeah, the duck boats are still are, are back up and running. Now, first of different all, different owner. That all sounds awesome. Actually, it does. I'm in. Oh, different owner for yeah. The, I for think the duck, duck boats? boats are different owner, and they're not on they're not Table the Rock. I think they're doing somewhere else. If I'm not mistaken, look that up, please. Like where? Bull, Bull Shoals or what's the next lake over? There's another. No, one. Bull Shoals is like an hour from there. That's another. There's a big. It lake. was on Table Rock. Now it's somewhere else. The Branson Lagoon. Hmm. It, yeah, that's going to be, it's at, uh, yep, there's this thing, and then it's uh, it's a different vehicle. It's called, now it's the Hydraterra vehicle, and it's uh, going to be right there at yep. uh, Lake Tan... Uh, Tan oh, uh, Tanicomo. Tanicomo, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> Na- nice, yeah, we got the nice information lake. there, right? That's a nice lake. Perfect. It's a lot smaller, right? It's a good fishing lake, I hear. Tanny Como? Tanny Como, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it says here, Sunday for Garth, they had some kinks worked out. More buses in the oncoming traffic lane closed to transport them. So that was the problem, is they had the buses, but traffic and, was still coming, so yeah. they couldn't, like, they literally had to sit in traffic. Yeah, the shuttle When they closed the other stuff. lane, it was just, whoop, they got Boy, to go that there. sucks. Getting out was still absolutely horrible. And then somebody else says here, I was there on Sunday night, everything was fine, getting into the venue, getting out of the venue, it, co- it, it cost me, they put, two and a half hours. That sucks. People had that experience. Yep. How was the show? I'm sure the show was great. But when you're so pissed off, <laughs> it does take away. When you finally get in, after waiting four hours to get in, after having to go through the, you know, you 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 pull to the parking lot, you're waiting in line there. You got to wait in line on the shuttle. The shuttle takes forever. You're outside the venue. You got to wait in line there. You finally get to the to the seats. You're so pissed off. I guess it could only take Garth Brooks to to kind of turn that frown upside yeah. down. And I want to know: Was did the place fill full, or was it 
one of those things where he was playing. He's like, where are the people at? I know I sold the tickets. <laughs> you know what? I Do you remember uh, that uh, last time Pearl Jam played before? Not this last time, the time before. They waited till uh, Garth did too in St. Louis. Remember? I don't remember that. Because people were still coming in. It was, I mean, packing the the the, uh, the stadium. And I think he went on like 25 minutes later. Yeah, I know. Pearl Jam sure for sure waited 30, 45 minutes until. Oh, the game? Well, it was the or game. Was the and it in. was the game and people coming in. Yeah. It was a playoff game. There was a playoff Cardinals game. And I remember, I think they were playing the Cubs, to be honest with you, weren't they? Or maybe it wasn't a playoff game, but maybe it was a game that had playoff implications. And I remember they delayed because A, people, the venue was backed up, and B, People were waiting to go to the show oh, because they, they were not watching show the, game. the game up on the screen. They, they eventually ended up showing the game on the screen yeah. when it got close. Yeah, I remember Garth. Garth delayed it, and they talked about, "Hey, not everybody's in yet. Garth is going to put it off twenty or twenty-five minutes yeah. for a start time." Because remember, I, you got there and we were waiting in line. We were talking about getting to our seats, and yeah. we, we knew that we had an extra twenty minutes. Remember? Yeah, yeah, man, that was a good show. I'm glad I I'm glad I had that experience. I had a very pleasant experience yeah. at that first Garth Brooks show, but I can't imagine. You're so pissed off by the time you get to your seats. It has to take away from it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, hopefully they got it all fixed up. Well, listen, I hope everybody today could just cruise through the day. It's Friday. I just want to have a good day. That's what I want. I want to have some fun today. (laughs) Let's just cruise through the day. I'm in a good mood. I was just reading. Now, how many of these did you cycle through? This week, so a study tracked more than 200 workers for months, and found that there are five different types of workdays. So I'm hoping this is a this is a an ideal workday. Okay, so there there are five different types of workdays. First, there's your nightmare. Well, no matter what kind of day you have at work, it fits into one of these categories. Okay, so number one is typical, mostly smooth sailing, not many bumps. You're not crushing it, but you're also not slacking. That's your typical workday. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thirty-four percent of your workdays fit into that category. You're typical. Yeah. I hope today is your ideal workday or my ideal workday. You're more productive than a typical day, but not overwhelmed. You might still have deadlines, but they're achievable. Twenty-nine percent of your workdays are your ideal workdays. Hmm. Yeah, you leave feeling satisfied, yeah. productive, like, hey, heck of a day, all right. Like, I, hey, you know what? At like 10.30, I want to give you guys high fives and say, see you Monday. Don't call me this weekend. Ideal day. Yeah. Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> Ideal. Hey, Scott, what did I say this morning while we were standing in here? I said, my goal is to be in my car by 10.45. Don't know if that'll happen, but that's my goal. At 10.30, I want to high five it. every one of you and go, don't Can't call wait. me. wait. Can we do it with our yeah. shirts off? <laughs> no. Oh. Now you're getting oh, crazy. Man. Oh, okay. Hey, we can. You John. can. You can do it at whatever we you can. want. Then you got your crisis days, your crisis work days. Lots of fires to put out. You might feel rushed or get interrupted by a lot, so you can't really focus or excel at anything. Those are your crisis work days. 19% of your work days are your crisis work days. Man, that's wild. Think about that, man. Almost 20% of of every day. Yeah, of your work week. Is is one of those. Uh, Then you have your, your disengaged days. And those are the days when you're just not feeling it. 
maybe you waste an hour on Instagram. Sometimes it's just an off day. But, but it could also come from not having any urgent deadlines to keep you motivated. So those are your disengaged days. 10% of your time at work or your days at work would be a disengaged day. And then you have your toxic work days. That's when it's a really bad day. Your boss is being a dick. You argued with a coworker, uh, or, or something else is just annoying you so much you cannot be productive. Those are your toxic work days. 8% of your work days are toxic. This part's interesting, too. They found that most of the factors that determine the type of day you'll have tend to be outside of your control. So there's not always a lot you could do about it. Hmm. I wonder if that's freeing or a bummer. You know what I mean? Finding out that the majority of the uh, the variables aren't within your that's control. That's a bummer. Is, 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 yeah, is that that's com- a bummer because you can't do anything about it. Is that freeing and comforting? The only or? thing you could do to free yourself from that is quit. Ooh. Because it is out of your control. Yeah. But maybe in some way that's somewhat comforting. Or, well, okay, that's not true. You could always just, out of my control, what yeah. could I do? Well, heck. I'm just going to. It's a bad day, but I can only do so I much. I can only do so much. And maybe, <laughs> that is, maybe that's freeing. <laughs> yep. You just take a deep breath. It can be. Break some wind and the, just relax. Just, yep, just fart and just, just get on well. with your day. The most important okay. decision you'll make is to be in a good mood. Choose, choose I, your it's, mood. I, it's, it's like every, easier said than e- done. Every day, it's like it's like the old, you know, like a movie. Like choose your weapon, yeah. like a video game. And every morning when you walk in, choose choose your mood. It's easier said than done, but if you do it a whole bunch, it becomes the norm. I mean, it has more to do with your boss, your clients, or what's being thrown at you that day. And they also found we tend to have multiples of the same day back-to-back. So you might have three typical days in a row, then a couple of ideal days, followed by a day or two where everything's a crisis. If you could only pick, you know, if I could only stock up, all right, I got 19 more ideal days. Ooh, I'm going to have them all in October. When do, when do I want my ideal days? Yeah. <laughs> do I want to spread them out? I know. I, got I, it. Would, I don't know. I would for sure bank every ideal day I have and save it for fall. No, they because don't roll fall, over. Because fall <laughs> is literally the the worst time when it comes to work-wise for me. Oh, uh, yeah. Because that's when everybody wants to get married in the fall. Everybody wants to get married in the fall. So like like June, July, August, I had two weddings. That was it. Not two weddings a month. Two weddings, period. In October, I have nine. You know what? I love cruising into a weekend with nothing. With, with a with an ideal Friday. Okay. Yep. So, I would probably spread my ideal days yeah, yeah. out for Fridays. Yeah. Oh. I, I looked at my schedule the other day and I looked and I went, when is the last time I had nothing? And when I, when I mean nothing, I count, like, me going up to Michigan and going to that festival that weekend. That is nothing. That is because if that if I didn't want to do that, I'd be sitting at home. You know, like, mm-hmm. but I wanted to go there. That, in May, was the last weekend where I had nothing. That's it. And that's it for the rest of the year. Like, because I either have a wedding on a Friday or Saturday or a gig or something. So I would bank those, work, those ideal work days Monday through Thursday so I have a great week. And then my stressful days can be Friday, Saturday. I, I, even if I have, you know, stuff to do with the kids or, or work, I'd, I'd love to have an ideal Friday just to set the mood for the week. Do you think it make, How many ideal days? A, I was going to say, do you think it makes a difference, though, considering that, like, you have this job now and i know you have the farm and i know you have you know you help out with your wife's business and you have all that stuff but your job is this job like if you look at 
even Moon, I mean, King Scott with all of his extra adventures, like, I have four jobs, you know? So it's like, when I leave here, it's not like I go, hell yeah, time off, party. It's, there's something right around the corner that I got to deal with. Well, don't diminish what I do as far as what my kids, and there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of, there's but a we're, lot but, of. But we're talking work. You, you're saying I deal work days, not going to hockey and hanging out and doing all the stuff with the kids. Um, I'm not taking away that at all. You're talking about work. So in a typical year. 260 work days. Uh, you say 29% are ideal. That's about 70. What was it? Uh, that's about uh, 74, uh, 75 ideal days so a it year. That covers every Friday. So you'll have every Friday and then a few extra to just pepper yeah. around. Yeah. yeah. And that's great. Yeah. That's a good deal. I would love to uh, see if this works also for soldiers or something like that that are on the, in a battlefield. Like to see their. Uh, uh, I don't know if that, that. Oh. if this applies to that kind of job. Okay. No, this is your uh, maybe you probably thinking your nine to fivers. Hey man. Yeah, data entry. Is this not huge, uh, hugely good news? Like think about that. Tip, typical days. You probably think that's the vast majority. That's only thirty four percent compared to ideal twenty nine percent. So ideal is, <laughs> this is a this is a good sign, right? Hmm. Yeah. Between typical and ideal, you are more than half covered. This is beautiful. This is great news. Yeah. So when you are at work, right, and you've seen, you've seen the, the, those memes about people who had, you know, you had one job. And that could be true. But other people are juggling a lot of tasks at work every day. And now there's an actual number to it. So according to new research, the average American worker has 11 tasks to complete by the end of each shift. And these were specifically frontline workers. So mostly people who work in healthcare, hospitality, food and beverage, transportation, childcare, and education. Early shifts are the busiest by far. People who work mornings reported an average of 23 daily tasks. Dang. So that's when you get to work, you have, on average, 11 things you have to do by the end of your shift. Early people have 23 things to do. Compared to nights, nights where I'm thinking, you probably just have to keep an eye on things. Mm-hmm. Not always. Not always. Some of those third shifts are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Some crazy. of them for sure. Some of them are also awesome. <laughs> like I remember when I worked for Finish Line, I worked from 10 p.m. to like 2 a.m. because I was the stockroom manager, and that's when I got the most stuff done. There was nobody there. I got to do whatever I want, rearranging things and didn't have anybody coming back there. And I worked my ass off doing that, and it was great. And then I started working in the radio station, and then I was doing overnights here, where there were times where I would sit there going, please, something catch on fire so I could do something. Please, yeah. I'm yeah. begging you. I remember that. Oh, the old board op days where you oh, just had to babysit. Man. I remember there was one time where, do you remember the website addictinggames.com? Oh, yeah. I went to the website addictinggames.com where they literally just have free click-through games. And then there was also a program on the computer that told you how long you were on a certain website. I was on that website for five and a half straight hours. Well, it's and good I went, to know Somebody you were keeping me. an eye on the station. What else am I supposed to do, Riz? You're supposed to look at the meters. That's what you do. You, you, you have special times where you walk into the studio, you write stuff down. That's what you did. Otherwise, you were standing there. Addictive. It's addictive. But the website was addictinggames.com. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I I don't care the proper use of it. That was the website. <laughs> if I would have said the website addictivegames.com, nobody would have got there. Oh, Somebody said, uh, Riz, uh, you get to pick your ideal work days. They're called vacation days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. You can throw those in too. But 76% of frontline workers say they uh, 
they forget if they forget even one of those eleven tasks, everything at work is thrown into chaos. And then fifty three percent of people admit they've missed a step in an important task, which has caused problems. And and the most common reason is just lack of training, while stress on the job is also a big factor. But let's have an easy day today, fellas. I love that. An ideal day. An ideal day, yes. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Just an ideal Friday. Now, does this come out of our bank or? Oh, this is, yeah, this comes out of the bank. <laughs> now, there's only 74. Dang it. 74 ideal days for the, so how, what's the, okay, so we work five days a week. Well, it says uh, in an average year, there's 260 work days. 260 so work days. That does not include vacation or additional holidays or whatever. So, eh. Let's assume 240, 250. Okay. For the majority of folks, right? And we only get 74. Well, 19%. What was it? 19%? 19% of. No, no, no. 29% of 260 is okay. 75 point something. All right. So 75 ideal days. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. And also, what was the other positive day called? Uh, typical. Typical. And Ty- that was how many? 34%. So you're looking at a. I mean, we we have great years. That's what I mean. Yeah, the, well, everything's the, the all right, majority, guys. The majority of your year is yeah. two thumbs up. All man. right, so so <laughs> as far as the stress goes, what would you give up for just one day of zero stress? Give me some options. Zero. Would lot. you give up? Would you give up your favorite food? Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, just for that day? Or or for like life? like every day that I give up my favorite food, it is a stressful it is a is a stress free yeah. day. For oh, sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh my God, my Saturday's crazy. Look like I'm not eating chicken wings on Saturday. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I would know you, it's not for dinner. Would you sacrifice an entire paycheck for one stress free day? Not a chance because my stressful days are because of what I'm doing to get a paycheck. So, no. <laughs> that would be me working for free. 28% of people said they would sacrifice an entire paycheck. I'm like, seriously, for one stress free day? That's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, now you can be stressed about not having but, money but, for the week. But do, but do you have a clue? Do we even have a clue? Can we even conceptualize what a stress-free day would be? That doesn't even matter. Oh, I think it matters. Okay, we're talking a paycheck, not a payday, a paycheck. A paycheck. But, but so we're for ta- two we're, weeks we're of work. We're talking about something that we can't even fathem. Like, I mean, it's Then closest, give me your next paycheck the and then go somewhere thing, and do whatever you want. The closest thing to heaven. He's talking about peace. A stress-free day is like legitimate no, 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 no. peace. He's you, talking you, about stress-free as in the way that people look at stress-free. The free. last stress-free day I had was prob- like entirely stress-free. Yeah. Like 100%. Remember I used to have my Rizcations? Yep. Yeah. Where I would have nothing to do on a weekend. Right. Nothing to do on a weekend doesn't mean you're stress-free necessarily. You're still worried about your children or, or this Yeah, but or you're that. trying to paint a scenario that we can't even comprehend. Though. That's what I'm saying. The That's last what he's time, saying. The, the, I mean, completely. The last time that I had that what's type of peace and stress-free, free. it was 1993. <laughs> yeah. Free of all stress. Yeah. No, that was middle school. But hey, Nin- think about 1991. this. Hey, Riz. The way that you're you're wording this question and the way that this is supposed to be looked at is, hey, Tony, what do you got tomorrow? The kids are at their mom's. I don't have a wedding. I don't have an event. Mary Beth is at work. I got a stress-free day tomorrow. That's what he's talking about for okay. this case. No, no, I know. I know. But I get right? what you're saying. I, yeah. We could we could take both scenarios. We're go- I'm going hard on this concept. Let's so what go. Was it? Okay, so. <laughs> you just said something, though. You can't even comprehend it, and you don't even know what it is. Well, so yeah, how can I, you no, say no, what no, you're going to sacrifice can, but I can for that? Play along. It's a hypothetical. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'd say a paycheck. Hypothetically. Sure. If you could give me pure peace for a 24-hour period, yeah. pure, like he's real. Right. He's right. You're both Real right. deal they're peace. There are two different scenarios we could talk about. Yeah, like basically my every day. If you guys could have that every day. Yeah. This is what. I don't want that. 
I don't want to live up there. Tony, Tony's talking about the I have nothing to do. I could I could sit on the couch. I could play video games. I could do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to do today. <sighs> That's awesome. Haven't had one of those in a while. Right. There used to be weekends, and this is when the kids were real, like real young, or it would be during a summer where my wife would take both kids to the East Coast, and I'd have a weekend where on Friday I could leave work, I would go to Schnooks, I'd get my supplies for the weekend, and not and just shut myself off from the world for a couple of days. Ah, <laughs> yeah, that's stress free. Now, Moon's situation is completely because they're still the you know what are the kids doing? What's the wife doing? Hope everybody's okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know, even though I got nothing to do today, if I go to the if I go to the uh, to the to the mailbox, it's probably a bill on there. I'm still responsible for things. I still have to pay for this house. I still have to pay for these kids. I, st- I the carpet everything. Yeah, everywhere you walk, you're like, oh crap, I gotta sure. I gotta do that. If project. I if I <laughs> really think about it, yes. Now moon situation, which is in fairy tale land. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is, where right. I live, which is where I live the majority of my life. <laughs> uh-huh. Where it's complete and utter. I, yeah. I don't think there's, like, can you get there? Philosophical piece. Like, I mean, t- truly just. Can like, you get there? I don't, I mean, I think we're past. Zen. I think where you get that is when you're a castaway on an island and you finally got enough <laughs> supplies, you got everything built. And it is just a perfect day. No, even you got still, you fish, worry about you got, running out of stuff. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. But I mean, you got like that one day, you know, where everything's fine. You don't have to worry about a thing, and there's just peace and quiet, and it's a beautiful, perfect, you know, eighty-five degree day. Yeah. The water's I'm slightly talking, I'm warm. I'm talking about the Garden of Eden here. Yeah, and this yeah, is awesome. I give up. A this paycheck. is Swiss Family Robinson stuff. <laughs> I would give up a paycheck for that. Uh, yeah. I would too. If I yeah. could find that place, that's and what. That's is what there a brain. way to find that place? It's called Overland. <laughs> <laughs> is there a way to get there? Yeah, I, I, I lived in Overland for some years. It, you're right. I I don't live there anymore. Oh, is there a way to get to this place without LSD or mushrooms <laughs> or neither, ayahuasca? Neither of which I've been near. Which you could still have a bad trip and then be totally stressed out. Yeah. And which, by the way, either scenario, I'm not giving up a paycheck. Wow, even for Whoa. fairy tale land, like for fairy tale like, like, huh? like pure for sure. Zen? For sure. Oh, man. <laughs> because guess what? When fairy tale Zaza land ends, yeah. you're back to reality and now out a paycheck. I think we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah I think I'd rather uh, okay. Okay. I'll figure it out. Do you remember that one Tuesday I had Zen? Whoop. Ooh. I'll forever remember that. Maybe this is me just thinking as a single dad with a single income and I'm not going to give up hey, a paycheck I've, for damn near anything. I've yeah, been but, there. but just put yourself, take yourself out of that for a second. I don't care. That do, That does nothing to me. Because you're stressing. If yep. I could take that See? away from you. once uh, The second that you snap out of it after 24 hours, you're back into stress land. But and now I'm stressing out even Li- more because I'm out of paycheck. Live in the now, brother. But, but live that in the now. I don't do that. That experience in itself, I think, is worth the price of admission. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Not for me. For me. Yeah. For me. I would like to experience that. Mm-hmm. Just there. I'm there. That's what I'm, that's what I'm here for. Floating on a cloud, That's what baby. I'm going for every day. <laughs> I would yeah. be in Floating. complete zen, and I'd be like, man, this is the greatest. The paycheck's gone. Yeah, now. but you still, see, then you're not. You're still worrying about the paycheck. You're trading zen for money at the ba- at the bottom line here. You're right. 
Oh, I mean, yes. Uh, yeah, I live in reality. Mean, that hurts my heart, man. Reality. reality well, this concept is not reality. I'm like, just saying, but, <laughs> but I can't. I can't. No. <laughs> yes. This is again. We're in fairy tale land. <laughs> yeah, That's okay. fine. And 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 you can think the way you want to think. But I mean, imagine a paycheck. We got paid today. Imagine you don't get that today. That is non-existent. Wait, you're in paychecks. Today? You're in Zuzu land, having a great time and yeah, doing yeah. everything yeah. you so want. So let's That's be honest. Though, if you miss a paycheck because you had your your 24 hours of complete zen. It's not like you're gonna go hungry. Yeah, you're putting money on a for pedestal, me. Bro. It will it will literally put me in a place to where I am legit screwed, and I would be the most miserable person you've but ever met. Maybe maybe what? you need that that you need that 24 hours of complete zen. Yeah. Let's say I woke up this morning and I didn't get a paycheck. If I didn't get a paycheck, I would sob this morning. Well, I'll tell you I this. would have oh, sobbed. Man, man, there's some. Yeah, there's but some... you got to think. There... <laughs> Those stressful days, you look back at that one peaceful day and be like, dude, I was taking a nap on Puff the Magic Dragon's <laughs> yeah. back floating around. <laughs> this is awesome. Had sex with a supermodel yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good day. I'll get, the, I'll get that at noon later today anyway. I got so to wreck a Porsche, man. It was great. <laughs> yeah, I had to wreck a Porsche and not have any consequences. Just <laughs> <laughs> a fun time, man. I'm surprised. Yeah, I drove I, a Ferrari. I am surprised. Uh, Riz, that you are on more his side. Oh, Hunter, are you out of your mind? Uh, I would see, love. Slowly yeah. but surely, he's love. coming my way. Moon, this I mean, is, is this? It, it's no. kind of surprising, right? Telling you, brother, he's he's coming my way. Right, you no, say you keep saying coming your way. You keep saying this is a fantasy. Yeah, sure. Now you're stressing me out. It's a fantasy. But, but sure, but Let me live in my fantasy. Well, right, you're saying a fantasy, but you're trying to make it real life. So we have to incorporate it into real, it life. real life. But when he's doing that, we're also exercising our our priorities. We're exercising the extremes of where our priorities would 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 lie. That's what these fantasies actually like. Can that's how we can benefit. From throwing ourselves into these silly concepts and silly fantasies, is it really yeah. kind of like helps you hone in and and view and look in the mirror a little bit on what really is worth trading? So when you say you're surprised, do you think I want to live in chaos? I don't want to live in chaos. No, not live in chaos. But you are way more. You are financial stability and financial uh, uh, duties and responsibilities is way more important than most things to you. Well, and this is you literally going, "Hey, that money that you were going to give me that I worked hard maybe, for, I'm going to throw maybe, it in that fire." Maybe you don't know what my priorities are. Yeah, and slowly yeah. but surely, I feel like we're all kind of getting to a point. And I'm talking about the the planet here, especially after this last couple of years with stress. Is a lot of people reprioritizing, realizing uh, that people is legitimately I'm gonna to, the, I'm gonna the be goal here. Completely honest with you is over. You know, after the events of this past these past couple years, what everybody's health, I think my priorities have shifted for sure, yeah. dude. Yeah, peace is far more valuable it's not than even money. Peace, it's health. It, yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. what I'm saying. Like you get all that included inside that bubble of peace, and so I mean that is worth a lot more than any amount of money or any of that kind of stuff. I could stuff. be a ball of stress and and have all the money in the world and die at at you yeah. know early. Yeah, and I and I'd much rather you, if you tell me that hey, I could be happy and healthy and and peaceful in a in a one room trailer out in the woods or something like that. I would take that deal right now. Yeah, right now. That is worth <laughs> happily. <laughs> Nothing like a conversation about hypothetical stress free days to get heated. <laughs> I love I love this I love this tweet this tweet that just came over. Wow, pretty funny. You guys keep creating hypotheticals and la la land scenarios, but then yell at Patrico when he talks about real life. What? Which is true. Because we were talking about what imagination. You, you keep yeah, bringing you, it back to your life. What you you basically about? are saying that First I can't all, have my scenario. No, no, I'm not yelling no, at you. No, we're just letting you why, step why out of it for an Why do these people make an enemy out of everybody? Like, we're just, we're just, we're just talking here, man. Yeah. 
No, this is, these are good. And We're whenever. F- a full no, day no, of d- peace. no, d- no, this person that just tweeted. You are trading a day's pay for a paycheck for a day of peace. But we're no, talking. We're talking paycheck. Two weeks, bro. We're talking, You're talking paycheck. We're talking, but for a day of of absolute, absolute stress free. Just re- see, a, and I'm thinking in the future. Release. You know what? I maybe I'm am thinking this wrong because I don't know what Tony's getting paid, but maybe those paychecks are worth yeah, hell <laughs> worth man. it. Because I am not. If I if I miss one paycheck, if I miss one paycheck in a month, I miss my mortgage. Done. End of story. So. Yeah, am right. I gonna am but, I gonna pass on the day of Zen for that? We ha- yeah, absolutely. We have a good teacher. Right. You'll figure it out. Look at our government. We have out. a good teacher. Is debt really bad? I mean, they have uh, how many trillions in debt, and they don't worry about it. They just keep going and spinning and having fun. All right, you want to talk about stress? How about this? So, <laughs> so getting a bonus at work is is a great feeling. It can make you know a real difference in some people's quality of life. Okay, some people, Clark Griswold, depended on his bonus. That's Christmas what I, I kept picturing that scene with the the moment of you know he's having that peaceful scene the, the swimming je- pool the jelly of the month right yeah which so, by the so, way my jelly stopped what the heck is that? I only paid for like six months I only oh. got one pair of socks so yeah okay I got two plants or one one snack box or whatever I, thought, I got I thought I thought the mail system was was hoarding my jelly you know it's funny the sock of the month club I got for Jeff is still coming to me yeah wow. that's still coming I got one box of snacks you got two things of jelly you got I'm, one I'm plant two plants two, two plants. plants that's it. <laughs> Okay, sorry, so I ahead. sent a third plant okay, came anyway. in dead. So I sent the it back. Third plant came dead. Yeah, <laughs> and they never sent it back. They never sent me a new one. No way. This goes okay. That. All right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that company and all the other plants they sent were like. Okay, thank you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. One's still going. I'm strong. going to my happy place right now. I can't. <laughs> Give me a paycheck. So, well, again, again, getting a bonus at work, you know, especially with. with Inflation the way it is and, and uncertain economy. Honda found itself in a pretty tricky spot after overpaying bonuses to a couple employees. Oh, no. So they sent a memo to employees at its Marysville, Ohio factory, notifying them that, that oh, oops, we overpay bonuses and we're going to need that money back. Oh, no. One of those? Yeah. Now, what are we talking about? Like an extra 5%? Or are we talking they an extra didn't zero? say... But local news out there in Ohio reported that some employees were on the on the hook for hundreds of dollars. Hundreds. And there's little they could do to stop the process. So they can't go, well, you gave it to me, so it's mine now. Honda could recoup their money. Legally, they're in the clear. Like the Fair Labor Standards Act allows employers to recoup their, their overpayments. And um, a Honda spokesperson said that uh, issues related to compensation are a sensitive matter, and we're working quickly on this item to minimize any potential impact to our associates. Just take it out of the accountant's uh, uh, pay. Well, yeah, the, 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 one like that, the one that botched the uh, numbers. Right. Yeah, my question is, at what point did Honda go, oops, was it right away or was it a couple weeks later? Oh, right. Yeah, because if it's, you can't do that if it's a few months later and, and these people thought you just gave them bonuses. Like, that isn't hey. okay. And I'm sure, could insurance cover the cost for Honda's loss? Oh, right. Well, you said they're protected, right? So they have this legal protection? They have this legal the protection. The legal protection has to have a timer. Yeah. Yeah, it has to, man. Because you can't just come back th- a month later and say, hey. Okay, so so they gave employees uh, an option, like, pay a lump sum up front or have the amount deducted from a future payroll <laughs> or remove it from future bonuses. So they're going to get their money back somehow. Yeah, which I guess, which I guess is reasonable. 
bummer. I guess. Bummer. I mean, there should be a bummer. thing where they're like, you know what? Congrats, guys. You did good. You got it. We're going to be just fine. We're Honda. We have enough money. To, bummer. We will never think about it. Man, that's not how you, you can't, you can't do that though. Because then where do you draw the line? When the company is like X amount of big, you can't, you can't just say, you can't just say a company owes you because they made a goof because they're big and they can afford it. That's not. No, I'm just saying it would be right. cool for Honda to be like, ah, they know like, you know, we're going to be fine. We're going to roll out a new lawnmower that's, uh, you know, going to sell a ton and uh, we're going to be fine. Oh yeah. That's how yeah. business works. Yeah. We'll just make an extra lawnmower and everything will be fine. Share, <laughs> yes. Shareholders aren't going to be upset that's that, that's that, that, that an accounting yeah. error costs a few billion. This is why you're not the CEO of anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Uh, just make a new lawnmower and and sell it for extra amount. <laughs> Sixty eight hundred dollars the lawnmower. Yeah. Everybody's gonna buy this. Yeah, we're good. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's crown the uh, official Craigslist freak of the week. So John Patrico was here yesterday. Uh, three new ads this week. Three new ads next week, and then we get into the uh, freak of the year playoffs. So thank you for all your votes, and here's how she all shook out. In third place, with 6.7% of your vote, it was Billy Jean. That is the uh, guy who uh, decided to not wear undies anymore, and he just <laughs> loves the way that the uh, jeans feel up against his, as he put it, hog. He wants you to come over, rub your hairy chest together, and you guys can do a little uh, jean jowing. It's uh, zipper bumping. Let's <laughs> bump zippers. All right, that's a Billy Jean in third place. Uh, you're on, it, dude. It was a complete ass whooping. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It wasn't even close. Winner had eighty two point nine percent of your vote. Wow. Uh, your runner up with ten point four percent was nominee number one, Brandy Savage. Uh, that's the guy who wanted to do dual branding while you guys had sex, and uh, yeah, gross, intense, intense. To only get ten point four percent, man, that's wild. Yeah, and this was I was upset. Because the winner was—I would have voted had it not been for the winner. This would have been my my person. This is my second place. But, yeah, branded for life, Randy Savage. All right, your official Craigslist Freak of the Week. With 82.9% of your vote, it was nominee number three, King Scat. <laughs> Anything goes attitudes. Man for woman. 48 years old, Toronto, Canada. Just got divorced and have officially decided that I do not care about love anymore. My connections with people are based solely on sex from here on out. Here are some things that I have always been too scared to try, but want to try out. Water sports, scat, blood play, handcuffs, slapping, Pinching, twisting, stomp play, <laughs> sounding, stretching, cutting, spanking. And for the really brave, I love to try queening up until the point where I actually pass out. Don't stop until you feel me struggle. I can send a pic, but looks do not matter. It's all about the end result. I don't want you to be massive, but a little weight on you won't hurt either. I have a great penis and know how to use it. Women only. The last time I messed around with a man, things got too aggressive. No safe words. I don't play like that. Thanks. All right, there you go. King Scat is our official Craigslist Freak of the Week with 82.9% of your vote. Moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. 
All right, Teamers, remember the day brought to you by Copper Fire Bar and Eatery in Belleville from Belleville. Tom Dawson is our team. Oh, hey, Tom yeah. Dawson. Tom has been a daily podcast listener for five years now. According to uh, Spotify, he racked up 42,000 minutes of The Riz Show in 2021. Uh, Tom says The Riz Show keeps the uh, stresses of his job from overwhelming him. And he loves that the show has humor and spades, but does not avoid taking on the difficult topics. And he says it helps others find inspiration in dark times. Well, thank you, Tom. Tom Dawson from Belleville is our Teamers member of the day. Get super sweet Teamers member of the day. Soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Teamers. It's Keith Scott. I want to tell you about Heavy Smoke Barbecue. Just head over to HeavySmokeBBQ.com. And if you've not gone by Heavy Smoke Barbecue and tried it yet, you have to right now because now through October 10th, they have the Eat Like a King sandwich. It's absolutely delicious. It's incredible. And uh, it's named and made in my honor. So I'm very thrilled with that. Plus, if you guys go and you show up, guess what stays on the menu permanently? Eat Like a King. So go over there, ask for it, and you will be so stoked because it is absolutely delicious and it's made by the hands of the number one barbecuer in the world, and that is Chris over at Heavy Smoke Barbecue. They are the number one barbecue on the planet, so you're getting the best sandwich, the best food, the best sides, all made from scratch. Plus, if you go to heavysmokebbq.com, check out their catering and get your family reunions or a wedding or whatever you want catered by them. They'll set up a custom menu. They're absolutely amazing over there. I love the folks at Heavy Smoke Barbecue. Go and treat yourself today. Eat the best barbecue in the world. Eat like a king at Heavy Smoke Barbecue. That's heavysmokebbq.com. Hey, it's Moon here, and more good news for you from our friends over at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, locally owned and family owned since 1976. Now through October 31st at all 42 Dobbs store locations, when you buy three select Cooper tires, you'll get the fourth Cooper tire absolutely free. That's right, absolutely free. When you buy three select in-stock Cooper tires, you'll get the fourth tire free. Better yet, you can enjoy even bigger savings on your new set of Cooper tires, up to $70 more when you combine your buy three get the fourth free deal with one of two other october cooper tire rebates be sure to click on go to dobbs.com for all the details then drive in and let dobbs professional team of tire technicians expertly install your new cooper tires and when you're on the dobbs website go to dobbs.com be sure to check out all of dobbs fantastic october deals on expert auto service with money being so tight for all of us if you need new tires and you need them now don't miss out on the cooper tires buy three get the fourth free saving special where from the good people and good business neighbors over at Dobbs. Make plans to go to Dobbs.com or one of Dobbs' 42 convenience store locations today. Sound Bob type pictures, man. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. It's Friday. We got your Friday fail stories coming up. We will do the real or fake results. Before we get out of here, we'll play just two of us, give away some fabulous prizes including tickets for this weekend's Pointer Guys. Actually, tomorrow. Pointer Guys tomorrow. 
Five Finger Death Punch with special guest Megadeth over at the Amphitheater. We've got tickets for Sunday night's Panic of the Disco show over at the Enterprise Center. And we've got tickets for next Thursday night's Death Cat for Cutie show over at Patchen. Got to shout out the sponsor of the Man of Many Hats this week, Sunbelt Rentals Shoring Solutions. Thank you guys so much for your generous donation. Kids want cancer for watching the, uh, the webcams you'll see on Cardboard Cutout Jeff's Head. The Sunbelt Rentals Shoring Solutions hat. Your trusted advisor for the greater St. Louis area when it comes to underground shoring solutions and trench safety construction products. Work inside the box. Reach out to Sunbelt Rentals Shoring Solutions at 314-955-4518, sunbeltrentals.com. So you guys know what swatting is? Swatting like uh, swatting. I, I send the police to Moon's house because I made up that there was a hostage situation uh, right. there. Or this, this mosquito no, is just... not not that. Huh. Swatting, just like Tony said, is when someone calls the cops and lies to make them send a SWAT team to your house. It is a very dangerous prank. Very dangerous. I remember they were and doing it a lot to like uh, gamers. gamers that were streaming online because then they could see the police, you know, showing up to the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a lot of, twi- right? Was it a thing on Twitch? Yeah. yeah Way to waste people's time. I think there was one guy, too, that uh, they, they, they did it to. And they were watching it, and one of the reasons that they broke down the door and tackled this guy is because they heard the game, which was like a war-type game. Yeah, and was it they not heard like, like Call of Duty or something like, it, it was something it was like that? So, it was something. And, and this has happened dozens to hundreds of times. But yeah. Th- there was one I in think particular, somebody's died. Yeah, I was going to say, there was one in particular where I think the guy was killed or seriously hurt. Well, not only, again, not only is it a, a, a very dangerous prank, it's highly illegal. And uh, for example, in Wisconsin, it could get you 15 years in prison. If you do this to somebody, 15 years in prison. Good. Now, why do I mention this? Because people will not stop swatting this guy in Milwaukee. His name is Patrick Tomlinson because back in 2018, he said he didn't think Norm McDonald was funny. That's it. So wait a minute. So wait a minute. It's not even something that he said now. He said back in 2018 that he didn't think Norm McDonald was funny. And now people are swatting him in 2022? He posted a tweet in September of 2018 that said, hot take, I've never thought Norm MacDonald was funny and was pretty sure all my comedy friends who did were either nuts or screwing with me. That was the tweet. That was it. So, sadly, Norm MacDonald died, you know, just over a year ago, but the swatting started before that. It's happened six times in two years. Dang. So now we know that it's not Norm that's doing it himself. Possibly. But... Kind of funny little twist that I'll get to in a second. So the first the first time this guy got swatted, again, for a tweet back in 2018, was in May of 2020 when cops got a bogus tip that kids were in danger at Patrick's place. Cops banged on his door at 11 p.m. and yelled, where are the children? It happened again after that. And now it's happened four more times just in the last three months. Over the summer, somebody called pretending to be Patrick and claimed he just killed his wife. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. That time... Cops dragged him from his house at gunpoint. And they haven't tracked down uh, the, the, the people that are doing no. this? And the most recent one happened this past Saturday while his wife was home alone. Patrick and the wife obviously don't think it's funny. And, and the whole thing has been traumatizing. They're still trying to have a sense of humor about it. After this last one, they put up a sign on the door that lists how many days it's been since the last time they were swatted. So the person or people who keep doing it 
face some very serious jail time once the cops track him down. So far, that hasn't happened. Now, here's the kind of twist to it. Somebody wants to use Cameo. Remember the service you could, Mm -hmm. uh, we've used it a couple times in the show, Mm -hmm. where you could pay to have a celebrity do a personalized message. Somebody used Cameo to get Norm MacDonald to record a message about Patrick. Somebody told Norm that this guy Patrick didn't like him. Obviously, Norm wouldn't have had any idea what was going on with the swatters. But this is this is Norm McDonald talking about the guy. Hey, this is Norm McDonald here, and this is a message for all of Patrick's friends. Uh, I want you to stop picking on your friend Pat. After all, and I quote, his only crime was that he didn't find Norm McDonald funny. Wait a minute here. <laughs> I'm Norm MacDonald, huh. and I am funny. Please continue insulting that fat loser. Uh. Huh. Obviously, he didn't know what was right, going right, on, right. but uh, yeah, somebody dared, dared to say Norm MacDonald wasn't funny. I personally find Norm MacDonald very funny, so thank you. I don't like humor, so I don't like Norm Macdonald. I'm a Norm Macdonald fan. He's his dry sense of humor. Yeah, I my, never watched that special of his. The one I where he, I haven't watched the it one either. where he recorded it. Oh right, knowing yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. He was sick. Yeah, and uh, just wanted to put it in the bank, basically. What was the? Did he have a show or a podcast or something? Oh yeah, because I keep yeah, seeing yeah, all these. Shows. Okay, I keep seeing all these clips of like him sitting at like a news anchor desk. He had a talk yeah. show. And, uh, Netflix, and was it Netflix? Dude, uh, there was one on Netflix, one on YouTube. He he was he just kept pumping them out there. To, the the little the little quips that like I keep seeing on like t- TikTok, like people take like seventeen seconds of him just like reading random things. I'm telling you. His delivery on things makes things so much fun. Yes. And you know what? I get it. It's uh, it's a, I, I could get how people wouldn't like it. I was going to say, we, we can't acknowledge that everybody has different styles and tastes and opinions on what's funny and what's not. And that's totally I mean, he, he told a joke on this podcast that I, that I, I laughed hysterically at. But at the same time, if I showed it to my dad, I know he wouldn't laugh at all. Right. It was, remember the guy, and, and we got the dead giveaway song from it. The guy that lived across the street, oh, yeah. from, shared ribs with this dude. He had that woman in the basement. Oh, he had all the yeah. He had all he had like those, a, those a girls in the basement. Women in the we basement. We had ribs with this dude. Yeah. So, but we more, didn't have a clue. Norm Macdonald. <laughs> Norm Macdonald delivered a joke, and this is what, exactly what he said. He goes. He goes. It's crazy to me that in Ohio that that guy had a bunch of women in his basement. But I mean, what's really crazy is you know what my uncle had in his basement? Model trains. That is not funny. I laughed for 25 minutes. My dad would have gone, this is the stupidest thing ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, Norm MacDonald is not for everybody, but I think he's hysterical. Oh, man. All right, today is October the 7th, back in the day, 54 years ago, 1968. The Motion Picture Association of America adopted its film rating system, ranging from G for general audiences to X for horny adult patrons only. And now X is NC-17, obviously. 45 years ago, 1977, Queens We Will Rock You was released. 40 years ago, 1982, Andrew Lloyd Webber's uh, Cats opened on Broadway. 26 years ago, 1996, the Fox News Channel began broadcasting. 19 years ago, 2003, Arnold Schwarzenegger was elected governor of California in a special recall election to remove Democratic Governor Gray Davis from office. Dude won by a landslide. 
took office November 17th. 17 years ago, 2005, Boy George arrested for having 13 bags of cocaine in his apartment after he called 911 to report a burglary. He also said, it's not mine, right? He said, they broke in and they just put it all over my house. This is crazy. Well, it was supposedly because a male prostitute he had hired for the night tried to rob him. <laughs> hmm. uh, 14, party, hey, party. 14 years ago, 2008, Spotify officially launches as a streaming platform. And two years ago in 2020, Saturday Night Live uninvited country singer Morgan Wallen to be a music guest on the show after a video of him breaking coronavirus protocols hit the internet. And they welcomed him back two months later. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. And it's all brought to you by Bright House Plumbing Company. Call the best, flush the rest, 636-600-0188. So we talked about how we have the very first trailer for the animated Super Mario Brothers movie. It came out yesterday. And now we know what Chris Pratt's Mario sounds like. Look, I... The trail looks terrific. Here, listen to this. Now, who's going to stop me? That's not. That's Jack Black, right? Yeah, that's Jack Black as, <laughs> as Bowser. Bowser. Now, who's going to stop me? Come on, Mario. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. It sounds like it's got a New York accent. Barely, and 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 and. It's, but that's all you hear. Yeah, and they say they say uh, Chris Pratt with no accent, which is probably for the best. And to be honest with you, I agree with them because I'd rather have Chris Pratt doing that than have Chris Pat Pratt going. It's to me, I'm Mario. It sounded like he had an accent, like a New York accent. Definitely something in there. A little yeah. something. Yeah, but, but there I, are it's people. It's me, it's a Mario. There are people that are pissed because he does not sound like that. Uh, regardless, there's going to be complaints regardless if he has an accent or if he didn't, but that's the world we live in. So, the movie comes out April 7th. Charlie Day is Luigi. Jack Black is Bowser. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is Princess Peach. And Seth Rogen makes a special appearance as Donkey Kong. I think Kong. it looks pretty rad. I think I'll it does, too. Did you see the trailer, Moon? No, I started it uh, during that last commercial break, and I haven't got to any of the Mario stuff. I just got where Bowser lands. Yeah, it looks great. It, looks, it, looks, it does look cool. Yeah, it looks great. Good Scott, you see it? Uh, trailer yet, Scott? Nope, not yet. Okay. This might be something that a few years back we would not care about, but uh, right now I think we would. Jada Pinkett Smith is writing a no-holds-barred memoir that will cover a variety of topics, including her marriage with Will Smith and how complicated it is. Well, she says it's no-holds-barred. Right. It's uh, due out sometimes next uh, sometime next year, and uh, a press release says, quote, Jada reveals her unconventional upbringing from the child of two addicts to a promising theater student and a violent interlude as a petty drug dealer, followed by her rise to stardom alongside her close friend Tupac, then falling in love and marrying Will Smith and the joyous embrace of motherhood. Well, it's nice to say no holds barred to try to sell books, but mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Is she really going to get into what happened the night of the slap or any Ma- of that? Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. How, how, how is this for timing? Are we are we dealing with overexposure here again? No, I think this is perfect timing because like this, like this article said, five years ago, would you care about this book? Well, yeah, I know that, but I'm just saying, like, uh, maybe maybe a few more months to a year or something. Like, I'm, I'm, well, she's I'm less it now, interested. Right? When is it coming out? It comes out. It takes a while for these things. Next to come year. Out. Yeah. Do oh, I see. Because Will Smith has a movie coming out next year, right? No, yeah, the, no, December. The, that, that, that comes movie. out December 4th. Oh, in the next couple months. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, if I said this name, Moon, I don't even think you would know this name. If I said, is it Tanuda? Judy Tanuda? Judy Tanuda. If I said that name, do you know who that is? Um, 
think that was a teacher that I had in sixth nope. grade. No? Okay. I'm going to pull up a picture of her, and you're going to go, oh, I know who that is. And I'm not even going to pull up a picture of her with something that she's famous, like known for. You know that woman, right? No. She's a comedian. Uh, Here's she, a picture she of her. She played the uh, accordion. Oh, I do not know who that is. Kind of okay. ran in the circles with Weird Al. Yep. Oh, really? So she unfortunately lost her battle with ovarian cancer yesterday at the age of 72. She is considered to be very campy, has her own style of comedy. She's one of those people where, like, nobody else did what she did. Right. Uh, her onstage persona was the love goddess, and she would accent her delivery with the squeeze of her accordion. Um, there's some stand-up in there, Riz, if you want to play that. I think I threw just a little tiny clip in there. Having my baby. What a lovely way to say that you are stupid. I mean, it was a thing back then. It was a thing. Now, she was, uh, she gained national attention on that HBO special, Women of the Night. And that also included Paula Poundstone and Ellen DeGeneres. This was so, 90s? This was in 87. 80s. Oh, okay. Yeah. So unfortunately, again, she has lost her battle with ovarian cancer. Uh, she passed away yesterday at the age of 72. Uh, the Oregon Trail. We've all played that, correct? Do you know yeah. what it is? Oh, yeah. The computer game? Uh-oh, unfortunately, you've died of dysentery. Well, it looks like now the super depressing video game will be made into a musical. Uh, it's being made by the directors and songwriters of the sh the movie that comes out today, actually called Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Uh, basically, they were playing the game, and they were like, what musical should we do? And somehow Oregon Trail came up, somebody suggested it, and there we go. Now, they say it will have comedic undertones, so it's not going to be, like, super sad of, like, oh... You know, little Timmy has gotten chicken pox in his day. It's going to be funny, and a they're going to funny Oregon Trail well, musical. Dysentery, you broke an, an axle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, One of the bison ox, drank the poison water. Died. Yeah, oxen. That's it. Yeah. So who knows? We'll did anybody see. ever? Is, was that a beatable game? Did anybody I ever? never finished it. Well. <laughs> Or is it one of those? Get to Oregon? I, I only played it. One of those that it? we never got past Kansas. I only played it during computer class, and computer class was forty minutes. Yeah. And by the I time, never... I mean, you die three times, and then you go, "Well, we got ten more minutes left. I guess I'm just going to screw around." Because we had the one computer in my classroom, in like fifth grade, mm -hmm. one computer station, and uh, that was like a rotating, like a rot, like you, you had a sign-up sheet yeah, like and you yes. kind of rotated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To get onto the computer Scott to, play, Rizzuno, to play Oregon Trail. You but you were 17 the, minutes. You were with somebody else. You got yeah. teamed up with somebody. There was that, and then, then there was the uh, math game with the fish eating the other fish. Do you remember that one? I don't remember that. Oh, that was the best. I'm telling you, the, in school, when I was in grade school, Zumbinis were like the, the main thing. They were little problem-solving little midget guys, and they were awesome, dude. They're like little cartoon, almost looked like they belong in Fragile Rock. Fraggle Rock. Like they were like little mini... Giant nose, tiny eyes, little cartoon characters. The game was awesome. I'd play it today. Uh, I mentioned that Lyle Lyle Crocodile movie. Uh, that is one of the new movies hitting theaters this weekend. Trailers for all of these are up on the blog. Uh, this is a animated crocodile that this guy, that this kid finds when he moves to New York, and he sings. It's a kid's thing. It's getting 67% uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Also, Amsterdam, which is a murder mystery comedy. 
The cast on this thing, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Taylor Swift, Chris Rock, Zoe Saldana, Mike Myers, Robert De Niro, Michael Shannon. Oh, my gosh. It's yeah, doing nothing for it, 35% right all-star now. All-star cast. But this is a movie, a, a cartoon, or what? No. no it's a lot. It's, it's a for movie. reals movie. Oh, my gosh. But it's set in like the 1920s Thir- or something. 30s, yeah. 30s. It's yep. a period piece. It's not doing great, by the way. It's it's getting savaged. Uh, there's I also- saw a trailer for it. A couple months ago, and then heard nothing about it, which is never. And it a comes good out sign. this weekend. And it comes out today. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, also in theaters is a horror movie called Terrifier Two. This is a sequel to the movie that came out in 2016 about a clown that went on a Halloween killing spree. Very campy. Very very popular once it hit DVDs. This thing right now getting 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Yep. Uh, so. Do you guys like nostalgia? Like, like, do you guys like that feeling? Like reminiscing, oh, yeah. all that stuff? Sometimes, yeah. Some people hate it. Some people love it. If you are a fan of Nickelback, I will tell you this. Their new song is all about it. So we're talking about Guns N' Roses, Purple Rain, Boom Boxes, Cassette Tapes, Def Leppard, Motorhead Shirts, Horror Movies. He talks is everything. Is it just him talking about it? Or no, it's him singing. Like it. No, it's him literally singing about things he enjoyed in the 80s. The song is called Those Days, and here's a little clip of it. And to be honest with you, as long as you can get past the fact that, you know, oh, it's a Nickelback song, if you're one of those people, the song's cool. I like listening to it because I'm like, oh, my God, he said Star 69. Uh, I said Nightmare on Elm Street. It sounds like the song Photograph. Yep, sure does. Uh, I thought this was hilarious because yesterday we debuted the King Scott version of Chop Suey, System of a Down song. Uh, today we're hearing news that for some reason, uh, how do you say his first name? It's not Serge. How do you it's say it? Serge. Oh, Serge. Uh, Tankian uh, says that people are still scaring the crap of him, out of him by sneaking up on him, getting behind him and yelling, wake up! <laughs> He says it still happens almost every single week. He says, quote, people scare the crap out of me and yell, wake up behind me everywhere in public. They're like, wake up. And I'm like, F, dude, really? Come on, man. But he says this happens every well, single day. Knows that song. He does say, I get it, though. It's actually the biggest compliment in the world because it's somebody listening to my music what and then telling me about store it. and just shopping. <laughs> wake up. Ho. Uh, Justin Bieber has been forced to postpone his tour yet again. All remaining dates through March of 23 are off. Uh, In June, Justin said he was suffering from that Ramsey Hunt syndrome, which caused one side of his face to go paralyzed. He then tried to resume his tour. He announced last month he needed to take a break, and now he's saying, I got to make health my priority. I can't even string you guys along. I'm giving it at least until March of 23, and then we'll talk about doing the tour again. So take it some time. Take it some time off. Did he end up doing the the St. Louis date? No. No. Oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne came out with a makeup collection. It's called uh, Rock and Roll Beauty. Each piece is inspired by him and his style. Bat-shaped and coffin-shaped eyeshadow palettes, lipsticks, highlighters, all kinds of stuff. And yes, it's all like black and dark maroon, and it's all like gothy. You can see it up on the blog. Uh, Corn lead singer Jonathan Davis. Did you know he's an animal lover? 
Mm-mm. He is I an figured. animal lover, and now he is using his love for animals and a song of his to release a accessory brand for pets. What song from Corn would make sense if he's an animal lover? Freak on a Leash. There you go, of course. Correct. An official launch of the Freak on a Leash apparel and accessories will release on October 28th. He said, these products are created for all, paying homage to the horror and rock music we love. This is wonderful because this is a 90s band that that started in the era where this kind of stuff would, was made would, fun of. Would bury a band. Yeah. Bury a band. Well, so, we're so, older and we're, you know. This is a different planet. And I'm I'm, I'm just saying, it's just so evolved. amazing to see the yeah. differences. And his duplex, he, you have to sign a contract and it says freak on a lease. Ah, yeah. freak on a lease. So the first cool. collection of all buy, this stuff. I would buy some. I, I saw some of the yeah, stuff. Yeah. I would buy yeah. it. Yeah, he yeah. Says, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm happy people are able to capitalize at this kind of stuff. He says all of this, all of the products, at least the initial line of them, every single thing was designed by him. It all contains custom products made with gunmetal hardware, leather, nylon, and plushies that will set your pet apart from the pack. I would get some of this stuff. I would too. I'm probably going to. So, but does your dog even listen to corn? Na- no. Can your dog name uh-huh. three songs? My dog. Yes. My if dog gonna was name, good. If it's gonna wear a corn leash, it better be able to. My, <laughs> do- my dog was three out after songs. life is peachy. <laughs> out. Uh, Dead and Company have announced dates for their 2023 tour. The band noted last month that the tour is going to be its final one together. And it, they did make they did make mention saying, hey, in some way, shape, or form, we will still be out there. But as far as this outfit, as far as all of us together, this is it. The tour kicks off in L.A. on May 19th, June 7th. They will be at the amphitheater. Yeah, I know. That's going to be a hot ticket, by the way. Tickets for that go on sale next next Friday. Hot ticket alert. That is going to be a hot ticket. Mm-hmm, for sure. Okay. I may go. I was wondering, uh, is that is that something to go see? Everybody says it's awesome. It I'm not a I dead fan, maybe, but I would go. Yeah, I don't know anything about it, but I know enough where I kind of want to see it. So we do. Should we do a, a Riz show night there? Where we all you go? could drive me. I'll drive you. You can drive <laughs> me. Should we do a you Riz show night? You can drive me. Drop me off and then. Uh, Riz, it's we're, a Wednesday. Yeah, we'll rent an auto oh, bus. It's a Wednesday. That's, that's fine. Oh. That's fine. We'll rent an auto bus and head on over. It'll be fun. All right. I want you guys to play this game with me, and this will be the last thing for crap on, and I just think that this is the funniest thing ever. So Nick Cannon just welcomed his 10th kid, okay? Five different moms, 10 kids. I've got a list here. Is this a Nick Cannon kid or not? I'll give you the name. You tell me if it's one of his kids or not. Okay. All right? Okay. This is easy. Onyx Ice. Yes. Yes. I think that is a kid. Golden Sagan. Saigon? Saigon? S A G O N. S A G O N. Golden Sagan. No, not a, not a name. Mm. I'll say yes. Yes. That's a kid. Oh. Yeah. Caribbean Chill. No. No. No, Chill nah. is ridiculous. That's that's an old spice deodorant scent. <laughs> Legendary Love. The, no. Yes. That's no. no. That's a kid. Oh, <laughs> really? Not billionaire, not millionaire, but zillionaire. No middle no. name? Zillionaire. Yes, that's a kid. I believe it. That's a kid. <gasps> the middle name is Air. Zillion Air Cannon. Oh, oh God. Ah, that's cute. L-U-Z, pronounced loose. No. No. Ooh, we'll say no. That is not a kid. Brains, but spelled B-R-A-Y-N-Z. No. Yes. No. No. Not a kid. <laughs> 
Rise Messiah. Yes. 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 That is a kid. Man, we're, we're good at this game, guys. We're good at this game. <laughs> powerful, I can't wait till he has more kids. So powerful queen. Yes. Yes. That is. And then finally, God, but G-A-W-D. No. 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 Yes. That is not a kid. Oh. Yeah. That is not a kid, unfortunately. So he's got 10 kids, okay? Yeah. There's no way you could spend enough time with those kids to actually be a dad. There's no way. I have two kids. I bet he, I bet he's a dad to the twins, and then everybody else he's a bank to. You mean a dad in today by, to, by today's society's standards and expectations? I mean, as a father, to spend time with your child and Listen, to man, nurture and to be saying. there I'm and not, to... I, I mean, I think it's I crazy. But, I mean, we were talking about what? Uh, boarding schools and different things like that. I mean, one your argument would be made to say that somebody that sends their kids to a boarding school isn't really a parent. Am I right? Um... You could still have quality time and send your kid to boarding school, I guess, when they come back or they're not there, 365. But maybe the timing would be I don't the same know. as I don't... what he's getting. How could you spend quality time with 10 children? 10 kids and like three gigs. The guy's got full-time gigs. Yeah. And does he? I think he's still on the radio. He does the... Yeah. Yep. And then to spend time with 10 kids to give quality time and be a father. That is... Absolutely crazy. It's a different lifestyle than I've ever seen. I just want to read you this one sentence. Nick Cannon has welcomed 10 children since 2011. Monroe, Moroccan, Golden, Powerful, Zion, Zillion, Zen, Legendary, Onyx, and Rise. Yeah, this reminds me of Walk Hard at the end of the That sounds like a track listing. I mean, if your definition of a good father is just writing a check to make sure they have they have clothes and food, then he's a good father. Then but he's a good father. Yeah, right? walk hard when uh, Dewey realizes that he made a mistake of not being a good dad to all his kids, and they have that whole scene where he's an old man playing in the field with him and all that. It's pretty brilliant. My definition of, a, of being a good father is to be there for your kids when they need you. <laughs> uh, to, huh. I, I don't know. I. That, that is a great scene when he's playing catch with somebody or something. And he's like, are you sure you want to mind? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick Cannon was interviewed back in 20, at the end of 2021 after he welcomed four kids in one calendar year. And he said, I am a father to all of my children, not just a dad and not just a paycheck. I am a father. Well, to the definition of father, yes, you are. You donated yeah. sperm. By the way, and he added three he this didn't year. Say, so. He didn't say good father. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, man, he I don't is a know. father. Yeah, maybe. I'm not one. Not people. a good father. I don't know. Uh, ce- a celebrity <laughs> celebrating a birthday today. Herman, Missouri's Nathaniel Ratliff is 44. Radiohead singer Tom York, and personal uh, hero yep. to Scott Rizzuto is 54. Singer Tony Braxton is 55. TV's Simon Cowell is 63. John Mellencamp is 71. And one of the views, uh, gals, uh, Joy Behar. Did I write down 80. Yenta? You did write down Yentas. On Saturday, actress Bella Thorne is 25, Bruno Mars 37, Super Dad Nick Cannon turns 42, yeah. Wrestler The Miz is 42, Matt Damon is 52. Uh, he did Bill Clinton on SNL for a long time. He's now their announcer, Daryl Hammond, is 67. He now has the second place, right, for longest tenure on SNL? Yeah, Keenan, I think Keenan's he may top. Be the longest because he was there at SNL before Keenan. Yeah. Daryl has the longest still? Yes, well, because he was on. Because I know he had the record for a while, but I think I thought I thought. But is Keenan he considered a cast member now? 
that he's just the announcer. Uh, no, I don't know. Okay. He's 67. Sigourney Weaver, 73. Chevy Chase is 79. Crocodile Dundee, Paul Hogan is 83. And on Sunday, comedian Nick Swartzen turns 46. Jay Peterman on Seinfeld. John O'Hurley turns 68. St. Louis's own. And Kirkwood grad Scott Bakula turns 68. Actor Tony Shalhoub turns 69. Sharon Osbourne turns 70. And singer Jackson Brown turns 74 years old. Daryl Hammond uh, joined in 95, left in 2009, was there for 14 years. Keenan Thompson joined in 03, still there, 18 and go. Oh, wow. Um, yes, he's got second place. All right, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Marilyn Martin. And today's birthday girl's been in 141 fine films, including The Adventures of Mr. So- uh, Mr. Tootsie Pole 1, America's Raunchiest Home Video 74, Backdoor Smugglers, Brazier to Eternity, Bubble Butts 26, The Butt Sisters, Do Denver, Dick and Jane Go to Northridge, and who could forget her role in 1995's Rock Rupees and Heat? Marilyn Martin is 54 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those were your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. All right, up after the break, let's uh, give away some fabulous prizes. We are playing just the two of us. Very simple concept. You guys on the phone will pick two racial members. Patrico will give us five different questions. If our... Well, if three of our five questions match up or answers to the five questions match up, you guys on the phone will win. Should we have a patient zero? <laughs> uh, we almost got it there last year or last time we played. Uh, let's get a patient zero. So then I'll explain it again. Patrico, five questions, two ratio members. If we match three of our five answers, you guys on the phone will win your choice of prizes. Just the two of us, next. If you are suffering from facial pain, drainage, pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to take control. It's time to figure out what's going on with you. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center. With their balloon sinus dilation procedure, it's easier than going to the dentist and it's proven to be as effective as traditional sinus surgery. Not to mention that traditional surgery, it's very painful. Take control. 314-4-RELIEF. That's 314-4-RELIEF or stlsinuscenter.com. Don't be complacent. Make the call. Make a change because there's an option for you. Feel better and have a better quality of life. All right, there, podcast weirdos. It's Riz with Pat from Mattress Direct. Tell us what's going down at Mattress Direct this month. We have gone to great lengths to beat the supply chain constraints of the last year by sourcing new mattresses, new furniture, all locally. So we're building mattresses here in the state of Missouri. We're doing furniture that's built in Missouri and Illinois. So when you come and pick something out, not only are you helping the local economy, but you're getting it right away because they build it locally. Yeah, I've heard stories of people going to other places and going, okay, you get something new in eight months. Yeah, man, you go to the big furniture stores in town instead of coming to Mattress Direct and Marshall Home. Maybe they're waiting on a slow boat that's stuck in a slow dock that's coming from across the ocean. Don't mess around with any of that. You can actually get a piece of furniture or a mattress that's built here locally. You're going to pay less because it didn't have to travel at four bucks a gallon across the country, and you're going to get it faster. And you get basically everything for your house at Marshall Home and Mattress Direct, from your bedroom to your living room to... Whatever, family room, dining room? Yeah, we've been doing Mattress Direct forever, and everything at Mattress Direct is designed to help you sleep better. The sleep specialist will help you get a better night's sleep. Marshall Home helps you rest, relax, and recover throughout your entire house, and so you can get a cool sofa that relaxes you. You can get a massage chair that helps relax you. You can do bedroom furniture. We want to make your house a home. Where should everybody go? There's a uh, Mattress Direct near just about everybody, from Wentzville to Edwardsville, from Alton all the way down to Arnold. The big one here near the station is in the uh, Marshall Home in Bridgeton. How about websites? That's stlmattressdirect.com, and you can always call 314-4-DIRECT. 
That's Pat for Mattress Direct. Sleep rules, get some at Mattress Direct and furnish your home at Marshall Home. Piven here. Happy birthday, Riz. I'm really, really glad that you were born. Yeah, I was talking before about, uh, you know, Tony jumping into the wrestling world without, quote-unquote, paying his dues. Yeah, yeah. It was a conversation we had earlier in the show to, to actually start the show. I guess you have an event tonight. Correct. St. Louis Anarchy tonight at, uh, uh, in Alton. And there are some people that give you crap for, you know, you didn't pay your dues, you can't be a... Right. In the wrestling world, you gotta blah, blah, blah. You gotta work the concession stand. I don't know whatever the hell they're, they're yelling. Uh, same thing goes with the comedy world. Like Jeremy Piven, who just did the rejoin, some comedians despise him. Or, or anybody that uh, started as an actor or something else and then jumped into stand-up. They make fun of Jeremy Piven for... In the, just in the, jumping in the into stand-up. Like, hey, wow. you think you could just jump in and, and just start headlining? It's pretty wild because if you're a good storyteller and you have a history like he has, people are going to want to hear it. You can go and entertain people and it's fun. But no, Scott, you got you to yeah. start at the open mics and you got to be handing out flyers on corners. Yeah, it was like Steve-O when he got into it. I remember yeah. there was some folks that didn't think it was yeah, very he, cool. Although he said there was a lot of people upset with him. Yeah. Steve-O has been embraced fully by the comedy yeah, world. Yeah, now, now, now yeah. Now, yeah. Now, yeah, for sure. Still, people give Jerry Piven crap. You can go to like the Laugh Factory or the Comedy Store and you'll see Steve-O as a regular on you know their website there. It's pretty cool. I listen to a lot of podcasts with uh, you know comedians. They they always razz on Jeremy Piven. They use him as an example of not doing the right thing, getting into the comedy world, and it's disappointing. It's crazy. It's so like, silly. What is it of your business? It's so wild, man. It's jealousy. That's what it is. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Pe- people are always going to find a reason to crash on somebody. Sure, but you should just be excited that you're working in an industry where people that have a huge successful resume in Hollywood are wanting to hop on board because your re- your industry is growing that much. Yeah. Well, I do. Uh, I do want to mention a couple of things before we get to the contest. Uh, remember earlier, that, I think it was Monday, we are talking about Eureka Days. Yeah. And, uh, man, they had a great, like, food midway. I know, know Scott went up there. They had a lot of great food options. But, huh. man, there was a line at that donut place. The mini donut <laughs> place. Damn, there was a line from the time I got there to the time I left. And they're just cranking at the donuts. I go, man, we could do that. We could just go and buy one of those little donut makers. Get a camper and just go to town fairs. I've already started the process. We could be millionaires by this time next year. <laughs> yeah, right. All of us. Yeah. Well, we got a message from, uh, is it Bree? I think it's Bree. Bree on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and she writes, hey, just wanted to reach out about your podcast, which was called That's It, We're Selling Donuts, Guys. <laughs> <laughs> and she's the owner of Yogi Donuts, a food truck from the Eureka Days. And I'm so glad to hear how much you guys like the Donuts vibe and was cracking up about the podcast. We live in Eureka. Started when I was 23 as an unemployed yoga teacher uh, due to COVID. And I'm so honored to know that you guys thought my business was a hit. Absolutely was a hit. Congratulations, Bree. That's that's awesome. awesome. I'm looking at it right now. What's up? Yeah, that's... Look, oh wow! That's, that's the uh, the little camper thing. See, I told you that, that could hook up to a Honda Accord. Yeah, dude. 
That's brilliant. Wow. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. And then look at, look at, they got a video here of the donuts being made. We don't want to step on your territory, so just, you know, let, I know, us, we let, got, let we, us know yeah. the board. We don't, yeah, we yeah, can, yeah, yeah. I own your. See the little machine? Yep, yep. I do see it. I do see it. And it just flips them and it puts them in this thing. You put the batter in, it floats down a river of oil, it flips it. That's it. All right. Yep. We'll be doing doing this within a year. I'm almost done with the business plan, so we'll have to. That's right. So we'll be millionaires by this time next year, guys. Can't wait. Yep. Screw this radio thing. (laughs) We're done. Gonna hang out my headphones. Hey, you can't just jump into the donut world. No, you have to no, pay your yeah. dues, yeah, man. Pay. Gotta pay my dues. Well, congratulations. Your donuts were great. A big hit at Eureka Days. And I know uh, my son was waiting in line and I go, give me one of those. Let me can see. I, what this, can I just let I, me see what this is all about? Oh, yeah, I get it. Can I just put this out? I'm gonna put this out there right there. I don't don't, don't bring these today. No, don't. Because then I'll eat all of them. And I don't want that oh, today. Well, I, I will help you. Yeah, don't bring that today. But maybe sometime later, but not today. Because I, I, I really want them, and I will eat all of hey, them you today. Can do it whenever you want. <laughs> well, so my son waited in line. Good. He waited in the line, and he finally got his, they called his name. He got us a box of donuts. I'm like, man, you wait like, you know, five minutes for these donuts. I go, let me see what this is all. Oh, boy, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I did an eye roll in the back of my head. Oh, man, that's good. So congratulations. You, you, you hit upon something, or at least at Eureka Days. Uh, and speaking of uh, uh, radio, I do want to say that we got our summer report card yesterday. Mm-hmm. The uh, way They call it the book. So we have the four ratings books. So there's the you know winter, spring, summer, fall. And we got our summer book yesterday, our summer report card. And man, thank you guys once again. <laughs> The Riz Show is a number one in every conceivable demo. Every demographic, men, women, every age. And uh, the point overall is the number one station in St. Louis. Wow. The number one station in St. Louis. This radio station, which which will be around for 30 years next year, this is the highest rated it's ever been. And we thank every one of you. To I was going to say, and, and I know it sounds so stupid and so cliche to go, this doesn't happen without you guys. But it's true, man. Like, I mean, you, it's you guys. Like, it really, that, truly is. That's how we get ratings. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like, that, <laughs> it sounds so cheesy. You like, always hear. don't grow on no, trees. I'm just saying. You always hear people when they're giving acceptance speeches and they're saying, I couldn't do without this if it wasn't guys, for yes. you guys. Literally I mean, without you really, guys. Really, literally, truly literally. Is, So thank you. If there was nobody, we'd have no ratings. But we have a lot of you. We have most of you. So thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we have a lot of fun doing the show. Most, well, most of the time. Hey. I have a lot of fun hanging out with you guys most of the time. Hey. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, every every time I see that, that, that wrote, I, I, we, get the, we, we get the ratings weekly and, and monthly, and then we get the, you know, the book, and it's every time. I open up that that email from the boss, and I, I look to see where we rank. And number one, it's just a, such a it's an honor to to be with you guys every morning. Yes, thank and you. I, I don't take it for granted. And uh, yeah, it was nice. It was nice to see that yesterday. It was a good. Mm-hmm. I forgot they were coming out yesterday. I'm just sitting on the couch. I see an email from the boss. I go, oh crap! Oh, no. What is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tommy, the boss. 
What is this garbage? Ooh, ratings. Yeah, like Ooh. it's one of the few times that like you really like seeing the word historical. Because yeah. usually it's like historical low, historical shortage, historical this. And he goes, man, historical ratings for the point. Great job. I went, whoa, like yes. crazy. Our summer numbers were fantastic. So thank you all for tuning in every morning. And congratulations to, uh, to Donnie. Mm-hmm. His numbers were excellent as well. And the afternoons with Liv, excellent as well. So all pulling together as a team. I love it. And thanks to our promo department, obviously programming and Tommy and and everybody involved with the point. So congratulations. Pat on the back. Mm -hmm. All right, let's give away some stuff. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh All right, today's contest is sponsored by... It is sponsored by T.R. Hughes. If you want $25,000 off a move-in ready home, trhughes.com. All right, so we are playing just the two of us. I like this as a Friday game. It's fun. So you guys on the phone will pick two Rizzuto members. Uh, we will go head-to-head, uh, -head, trying to match our answers. Patrico's going to give us five questions. If we match three of our five answers... You guys win your choice of prizes while supplies last. All right, let's get a patient zero. Patient zero is in case we match none of our answers. I'm going to allow uh, Tony to pick a number one through six. One. All right, Felicia. Felicia is patient zero. I got that, Scott? Okay. Got that. I saw Felicia the other day. When you left, did you say bye, Felicia? I did not because she would expect me to say that. I'm sure, every, I'm sure everybody says that to her. If I was named Felicia. You would embrace it. It would get to a point where you go, okay, I get it. I get it. I bet she embraces it. You got to have a sense. It's like when people say happy birthday. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's go to Shannon. Hello, Shannon. Oh, I got to put the phones up here. Hi, Shannon. Hi. Hi. All right, pick two ratio members. Um, Riz and Moon. Riz right. and Moon. Okay, right. Shannon, hang you, on one second. How you feeling, dude? How you feeling? Uh, I'm in a good mood. Today's an ideal day. Today is an ideal day. Got the ratings back. We did good. Let's do this, bro. So let's, uh, let's see if we can match three of the five. Lock it up. I'm locked up. Lock it up. Somewhere in the U.S. that you would go on vacation. Something sticky. Something inside of a student's backpack. A country singer not named Garth Brooks. And finally, a profession where you sweat. A profession where you sweat. Okay. Mm. And, it, and it cannot be radio co-host, I assume. Okay. Oh, boy, I think it's looking good for Felicia. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yep, not feeling confident. All right, Scott, you want to count? Scott. Oh, his, his mic's not on. Scott. Oh, there we go. Three, two, one. Not, not right now. Uh, somewhere in the U.S. that you would go on vacation. Three, two, one. Hawaii. Hawaii. Uh, yeah, baby. We got right. this. Sorry, Felicia. I didn't even Lock think of Hawaii. Wow. Lock it up. I thought Yellowstone, man. That's... Something sticky. Three, two, one. Syrup. Syrup. Oh, my God. Whoa, I was going to change mine to honey. 
five for five. I put syrup. We're going five for five. I was going to change it to honey, but thank God I didn't. Something inside of a student's backpack. Three, two, one. Book. Book. All right, come on. Congratulations, Shannon. You win. Boogers would have been there. A country singer not named Garth Brooks. Three, two, one. Joe Parton. Uh, I put Chris Gaines. I thought that would be... A profession where you sweat. Wait, 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 Three, wait, wait, wait. Two. Do, do, hang on. Do, dollies, right? Like, now that you're thinking about it? I put Toby Keith. Now that I'm thinking about it. But, no. <laughs> but, I almost but, think but Dolly, I know Dolly Parton answer. is country, but in my head, she is such a star that she almost gets pop star status. I know, I get Dolly Parton. Yeah. Uh, Joe Diffie, though, I thought. Yeah. All yeah. the talk, yeah. All I the get, talk. I get it. Okay, where, where are we going with this one? Last uh, one. A profession where you sweat. Three, two, one. Athlete. I thought if I said athlete, it'd be too generic. Yeah. Yeah, I put put construction. Huh. Okay. Hey, man. Well, congratulations, Shannon. Winner, winner. Winner. Uh, Courtney, hello. Hi. Hi. Courtney, pick two ratio members. Uh, Let's do Riz and Moon. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Okay. We are winners. Here we go. A green food. Something you put in the freezer. A famous James or Jim. A high-end fashion brand. A city in Texas. I think we have a good chance here. I think we got a shot. I mean, <sighs> I think we got a shot. I. <laughs> All right, let's I'm, do it. I'm regretting it. Let's do it. One or two. They, they were doing it for Courtney. A green food. Three, two, one. Green lettuce. beans. Darn. See, uh, see. Oh man, it's gonna go with lettuce. And uh, I thought, well, green beans is in the name. Maybe you thought of that nah. too. Shoot. Lettuce. Well, shoot. I'm gonna miss this one here. Something you put in the freezer. Three, two, one. Ice, ice. cream. Oh, oh man. I put water slash I ice. had ice and I've added cream to it. Damn it. Tart, 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 tart. Oh, we got a sweep. Clean, clean house here. A famous James or Jim. Yeah, think Three. about it. Three, two, one. James Jim Cameron. Oh. And I Sorry, said Hetfield. I was thinking real folks. Jim Cameron. Jim Cameron. <laughs> A high-end fashion brand. Three, two, one. Louis Gucci. Vuitton. Ooh. Oh, we might, have, we, might, we might have a zero here. Might have a zero. I bet, I bet you don't. Oh, we yeah, may have a don't. zero here. I bet you don't. I bet we, you both. You've put it done down. this question before. I bet you put. I bet you put them both the same answer here. A city in Texas. Three, two, one. Austin. Oh. oh! I think that's what we did last time. Felicia wins. Let me let me talk to Felicia. Hi, Felicia. Guys, you win! Hey, Congratulations! I was not expecting that. Honestly, it's like, oh, they're gonna get so much the same, and yeah, you guys uh, did not. Yeah, we, <laughs> All right, we well, crushed in the wrong way. But, good for hey. you. Bye, Felicia. Bye. Say, congrats. That's that's pretty sweet. Uh, let's go to Jason in Maryland Heights. Jason. Hello. How are you guys doing? So far, so good. Or right, hey. I picked two Rich Show members. Uh, let's go, Tony and Riz. Tony and Riz. Okay. Hang on, Jason. All right, here we go. A St. Louis public high school. 
a non-chocolate candy. A job in the film industry on the technical side. A hair color. A woman's name that starts with the letter L. Okay, dude. Boom. We may have we may have gone five for five here. Oh, I'm feeling that good about this, Jason. I, I'm. I hope so. All right, Moon, you count it down. Okay. A St. Louis public high school. Three, two, one. Limburg. We got nice. two counters, huh? Yeah, both moons, <laughs> double moons. Oh, I didn't know Moon. Sorry, I didn't know you're. I thought you were part of this. All right. A non-chocolate candy. Three, two, one. Skittles. Wow. Told you. Okay. A tech job in the movies. Three, two, one. Editor. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. He had the point and everything. You see that? A hair color. Three, two, one. Brunette. Okay. All right. All right wheels guys, came here off. Here we go. All right. The wheels <laughs> yeah. came off. You of went one. from five to five to this dude ain't even winning yet. Sorry, Jason. A woman's name that starts with the letter L. Three, two, one. Linda. Linda. Yep. Oh, man. I almost wrote down Liv. All right, Jason. Hang on. You win. Okay. Stress me, stress me out there. Me too. Let's go to Greg and O'Fallon. Greg. Hello. Hey, good morning, guys. All right. Pick two Risho members. Uh, King Scott, King Scott and Patrico. King Scott and Patrico. Okay, hang on one second. That's Greg. Scott? Yes, sir. Are you ready? I think so. Here we go. Just the two of you. A mascot. Somewhere in England. A store that you buy tape. A non-doctor medical position. An NBA team on the West Coast. This is an easy one, man. To speak in basketball terms, there's a layup. Yeah, this is a total layup. layup. Home runs galore right here. Layups. Oh, sorry, basketball, I meant. All right, playing for Greg. Mm -hmm. Here we go. A mascot. Three, two, one. Fred Bird. Nice. I would have said Louie, but I'm not not playing. Somewhere in England. Three, two, one. London. London. Oh, Stonehenge. You would have said Stonehenge? No, no, no. London's the answer. A store where you buy tape. Three, two, one. Target. Oh, wow. Interesting. A non-doctor medical position. Three, two, one. Nurse. Yep. Told you. Greg, congrats. Hang on. Final one was an NBA team on the West Coast. Three, two, one. Lakers. Lakers. That's that's done. You guys are right in sync there. Let's do uh, John in High Hill. Last contestant. John. Hello. All right, pick two Rishol members. Moon and Riz. Moon and Riz. All right. Let's go five for five here, buddy. All right, lock it up. You guys ready? Yes, yep. sir. Oh, he's smiling. This is going to be a rough one. A classic horror movie. 
Don't go looking at each other. Don't go looking at each other. Hey. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only going to wink at you and maybe lick my lips a little bit. Okay. A kid's recess game. A St. Louis TV news broadcaster. Okay. And finally, I thought of two random words. Oh, we have three. Yeah, that was, that was Oh, I'm sorry. A word to describe how our office smells. Okay. And I thought of two random words, and I want you to rhyme something with them. Those two random words are rig gases. Rig gases. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Man. I really hope you guys get that last one. I, I mean, I'm gonna, hmm. no, I'm gonna keep it. Yeah, I'm gonna keep this. it. We got this, man. We got this. Keep I don't think we do. I used as few letters as possible, just so you know. <laughs> okay, Scott, you got it down. A classic horror movie. Three, two, one. It. Shining. I said Halloween. Bummer. A kid's recess game. Three, two, one. Tag. That's what I got. Yeah, buddy. A St. Louis TV news broadcaster. Three, two, one. John Pertzborn. Oh, I got Pertzborn. I figure since we have Channel 2 on. I know, but we had Rennie not in here. So I thought we'll go with... Rennie's one of my faves. We'll go with Rennie. One of my faves, too. Oh, boy. Well, then you blew it. A word to describe how our office smells. Three, two, one. Funky. I put men. Did you really? Yep. See? Sorry, John. I put men. You lost. I'm sorry about that. That's a that was a tough round. Uh words that that rhyme. Three, two, uh, one. Rig gases. Oh, sorry. Three, two, one. Big Big asses. asses. You guys are pervs. Bummer we couldn't get it for our last guy. There. Get it. You're right. Yeah. You said what? The Shining? I said The Shining. Well, it was not I a cons- movie. I considered it. I'm sorry, what? It was a movie recently. He said classic horror movie. Well, I mean, it the was original in, the, it? in the 90s, too. The, the original, original was a it? TV miniseries. Was it? See, yeah. I still haven't seen it. I you haven't seen the old school one with like John yeah. Ritter's in it and yeah. uh, who else? There's a, there's a couple like bigger names in I there, mean, but I blew uh, that. Sorry, I didn't. Tim, know Tim Curry. Curry. Tim Curry is Pennywise. I understand. Uh, I I I get it. I just wasn't going there. It's fine. My bad. No, honestly, that's on, for that that, that's on me. That's a, I, that I have well, now now I have a apology now I have a recollection of that being a part of a question about a miniseries in '91 or something. And yeah, that's when I, I learned it was a miniseries and I didn't remember. I was surprised that neither one of you said either Halloween or Friday the Thirteenth. I was like, going to change. Nightmare that was what I said I was going to change to Friday the Thirteenth, but. All right, thank you. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. We failed, and uh, speaking of, we your father feels for us. We did get a win, though. We did, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only number one show could tie those two failures together. Yeah, so all these people thought they had the perfect plan, but man, somewhere along the line, that perfect plan went completely sideways, and it became an Uber. An ultra, dare I say it, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it. Watch I me. dare you. Don't you dare. Mega. Here we go.
All right, and your Friday fail stories are sponsored by Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. So if you are an adult, I shouldn't have to tell you this, but okay, here we go. Uh, you should never stuff yourself into a washing machine. Oh, <laughs> I mean, wish you told me that earlier. So there's a video going around. Uh, this woman here did it on a dare and got stuck inside the washing machine. Now, a first responder had to come out and rescue her. She and a friend who were filming it thought it was very funny until one moment. And they wind up getting her, they wind up getting her out of the out of the washing machine, no problem. But what was the moment where it became a big fail? Okay, so she's stuck in the washing machine, machine. the friends filming it, they're laughing at first responders there, and then it becomes a uh-oh. She gets stuck. I mean, she can't get out. When the first, it was funny up until the first responder said, "You're gonna have to pay for this." Oh, oh. here's the bill. <laughs> Fail. Like, we just don't come out for stupid reasons. You got to pay for stuff like this. Here it is. Here we go. I'm gonna lift you up again. Okay. Oh my god. Cindy, this I'm putting this on the internet. No. Yes. <laughs> so fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this on YouTube right now. We can get you out, okay? <laughs> Let her head come out. No, no, I, we can't. Let me see your head. <laughs> Ladies, I don't think you understand that you will be paying for this 911 call. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to do my job here. Now get your feet back out, ma'am. Wrap them in this towel, right? Yep, you're paying. Whoops. Yeah, I bet he loved the fact that they're wasting his time. He did not sound thrilled. And also, and also, guess what, ladies? This isn't twenty-eight dollars. Like this is going to cost you. I hope this prank was. Uh, worth, what would you think? Five hundred bucks? No, it was. It was less because I. I think it was. My ADT alarm went off. Back of the old house, and uh, the cops came, and they charged us. I think seventy-five bucks. Yeah, but that's yeah, a, that's a that's a swing by, and then okay, confirm. Yeah, I'm it's not sure good. what this is going to cost. <laughs> this is either a... way, either way, it went. This <laughs> <laughs> is so fun, <laughs> internet. Uh, a guy from uh, New York City has been charged with smuggling three three Burmese pythons in his pants at a U.S. Canadian border crossing. There were four, but he was charged with three. Mm. Mm. Uh, the 36-year-old guy is accused of bringing the hidden snakes on a bus that crossed into northern New York. So, importation of Burmese pythons is regulated by an international treaty and by federal regulations, listing them as injurious. Oh, is it injurious? Injurious. What is it? They could hurt humans. Okay. Right. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> it's, a Burmese python is one of the world's biggest snakes. It's considered a vulnerable species in Asia and is very invasive in Florida where it threatens native animals. By the way, this moron... For the three for the three pythons is looking at a max sentence of twenty years. Wow. Worth it. Fail. And a fine as high as two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Now I'm sure he's not gonna get twenty years, but still. Whoops. Speaking of smuggling, German customs officials say a trail of slime led them to a stash of almost one hundred giant African land snails and other items hidden inside bags at Dusseldorf Airport last month. So in a statement last week, authorities said officials stumbled over one of the snails in a baggage truck and initially thought it was a toy until it started moving by following the 
snail trail, uh, <laughs> left by the 20-centimeter snail, they found a bag with a hole with another snail already peeping out of it, possibly preparing for a dash for freedom. In total, officials found six bags containing 93 giant snails, oh my 28 God. kilograms of fish and smoked meat, and a suitcase full of rotting meat. Mm. All had been imported from Nigeria and were destined for an African goods store in western Germany. Wow. The snails were handed to an animal rescue service in Dusseldorf, and the meat was destroyed. Customs officials uh, say that uh, arrests have not been made yet, but, oh, they're coming. They said, never in the history of the Dusseldorf Customs Office has a trail of slime led us to smuggled goods. A drug-sniffing dog led police at Milan's airport to find approximately 30 pounds of cocaine stuffed into the leather upholstery of a motorized wheelchair. Wow. Wow. <laughs> whose user immediately stood up and was arrested. <laughs> so a specialized canine unit was deployed at the airport in Italy to check arriving passengers and their luggage after a flight from the Dominican Republic. I guess drug couriers use that particular route and that particular flight, Dominican to Milan. When a dog uh, drew officers' awareness to a certain traveler, police first checked his luggage, didn't find anything, but found the drugs after cutting open the wheelchair, uh, wheelchair upholstery. The passenger, a Spaniard, who asked airport workers to help guide the wheelchair, then got up and walked unaided before being taken okay. into custody. Okay, all right. Failed. That cocaine stuff's a miracle. Dude, 11 packets of cocaine weighing 13.35 kilograms, could have made 27,000 individual doses, street value of $1.2 million. Wow. All stuffed into the wheelchair cushions. Speaking of the airport, in case anyone else out there is not clear on this, airports do have security cameras. Lots of them. So a 60-year-old flight attendant is facing charges after stealing jewelry in the TSA line at Reagan National Airport near D.C. on Monday. Her name is Rebecca Valley. She works for a regional airline called Republic Airways. So a passenger took a bracelet off to go through security, and then it vanished. So they told TSA, who checked the security footage, it showed Rebecca in her uniform taking the bracelet and just walking off. Like, you work at an airport. I mean... Airport police caught up with her in the terminal, arrested her. The owner said the bracelet is worth about eight grand. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no word on whether Rebecca will keep her, keep her job or not. I'm, I'm guessing not. She's facing charges for grand larceny. Don't you want Fail. to, for like five minutes, just get in that person's brain? Like, at what point did you think you weren't going to get caught? Here's what, here's, you guys have been to the airport recently, right? Sure. I mean, you'll see people from all different walks of life, maybe going straight from an airport to a meeting or something like this. But for the most part, you see people in what? Comfortable clothes. Yes. Because you're in the airport after yeah. all. You're going to airport. Who's going to wear? Who's wearing an eight thousand dollars? Okay. Jewelry? Business trip. I will. I okay, will. I'm just saying. Who are you trying to impress? Uh, my wife had jewelry taken from her her bag a uh, long time ago. Uh, from her bag. bag for a check bag, yeah. Right, right. You're taking some. Oh, you're saying that like now you wear it. Now on you, you wear it. So, you have it uh, on okay. you. You know what? And that's why I asked the question. That's a logical oh, answer. My okay. wife had uh, a couple necklaces stolen from. Uh, we think it was from at Newark, coming oh, no. from, from 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 Jersey to come to here from checked baggage. Yeah. Oh, Somebody oh. opened up. I had a baggage. camera. That was that was there was a rash of that going on for a while at Newark. Yeah, I had a video camera stolen in New York. Um, I don't remember if it was LaGuardia or, or Newark, but I mean it was in the checked bag. 
They must have seen it in the x-ray and said, oh, I'll just unzip this and take that. I Thank mean, you. I Bye. say it, there, there are some dishonest people out there, and once your luggage is out of your sight, you don't know what the hell happens with it. Yeah. Yeah, and you right. know what? Every once in a while, I get the mind F when you do open up your bag, and there's a notice in there from TSA yeah, yeah, saying, yeah. hey, we randomly selected your bag, and we went through everything. Oh, yeah, so I had a buddy come back from uh, Denver, and he got that little note in his bag that said, hey, we've, we've gone through your bag. And... Uh, he had some things in there from Denver that you're not supposed to fly with, from from the Colorado area. The, you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. And uh, they left all that stuff, but they took like, it was it was like a bike chain that he had in there. That was like something that he bought from a souvenir shop. And they, that was they like took that. Yeah, and they could. They, uh, he asked them. He called them, and they said it was something. It could have been considered a weapon or something or another. And in the back of my head, I'm like, they left the drugs and took the bike chain. Mm. And he said, yeah, it was the only thing that was missing. Weird. Yeah. Isn't that strange? Yeah. Have you ever stopped at a roadside stand that works on the honor system? No employees just, like, take a bunch of vegetables or fruits and you drop money in a box. Yeah, Yeah, those are pretty cool. Well, some people do take advantage. So there's a 67-year-old woman in Indiana named uh, Teresa Lynn Kiner. She's facing charges for stealing from one of those stands. Between July and September, she stopped at a small, family-run stand that sells corn at least 18 times. She'd reach into the box like she was making change and then walk off with a wad of money. Cops say she stole around $2,000 in total. Oh, my god! And also took a bunch of corn. So the family that owns the stand put up a security camera when they realized money was missing. So all the thefts after that were caught on video. Now, I can imagine this family-run stand, $2,000 worth of corn Mm -hmm. and worth of money left in a box is a lot. That's no small amount for a family-run fruit and vegetable stand. Mm-hmm. So Teresa tried to deny it, said she'd only stopped at the stand like three times this year. Uh, she even claimed to have dementia and she couldn't drive. But she'd never been diagnosed. I diagnosed myself on the internet. I don't know. I watched a TikTok video and I diagnosed myself. <laughs> but I remember doing that. Yeah. Which is weird. They also have footage of her driving, so that, that didn't hold up. Uh, she admitted to everything once they showed her the videos. She's facing 18 counts of felony theft. Dang. Failed. But I wonder how good the corn was. Maybe worth it? Probably not. Okay. After 53 years and 4,600 episodes, the Sesame Street writers must have a hard time coming up with new episode ideas. Here's one that's all teed up for them. So a 16-year-old kid in Canada is facing charges after carjacking someone on a road in Toronto called... That's right, Sesame Street. (laughs) Happened on September 10th. He and another guy walked up to a car with masks on, pulled a knife, told the driver to hand over the keys. There were three people in the car, and it sounds like two female passengers may have been in on it. Cops tracked down the 16-year-old facing charges for armed robbery and possession of stolen property. Failed. Uh, Let me see. Oh, one more for you. One more for you. This is, as far as fail stories go... Nobody died, thank God. Okay, good. But this is, what are you thinking? A guy in Arizona is in the hospital with, he's alive for now, serious burns. After police say a group of men filled grocery bags with gasoline and loaded them into his car. (laughs) Man. (laughs) This was last Thursday morning. I mean, police said a car was engulfed in flames just after eight that morning when they got to the scene and found a guy in his 40s burned near the car rushing to the hospital. This dummy had asked two friends to get 
gas because one of their cars was empty. So the men filled a couple plastic grocery bags with gas. Somehow the gas ignited while in the car, and the whole thing went up. Okay. Paper or plastic, sir? Oh, uh, plastic, uh, you know, just in case I need to put gasoline in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy is in extremely critical condition. Nobody's been arrested. Failed. There was a video making the rounds. Maybe it was two the years gal- ago. The gal the, in California? The woman filling up. Yeah. Plastic, plastic, plastic bags. bags. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how could fumes ever escape that? I don't understand. Or wouldn't the gas eat through the bag? You'd think. Yeah, that that's some good choices yeah. all the way around. And those are your Friday Fail Stories. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, quick break. We'll come back. We got some of your emails. And you know what? For good measure, today's douchebag of the day. Do you think the woman that, that stole the corn and the money... That's a douchebag of the day. Or you think uh, the lady that stole the bracelet? Douchebag of the day. No, this is, this has to do with somebody's pet. Oh, now you done did it. Now you done did it. Tony, we were just talking about his buddy. Just, you know, decided to take the day off, go to a cards game this afternoon, hot day baseball. To, to live the life of a single, almost 40-year-old, he literally woke up this morning, went online, found Cardinals tickets, bought himself a ticket, and went, I'm taking off work and going downtown. All right, downtown. Scott, so playoff game, yeah. Cardinals, what is that? What time is that, Moon? 1, 105? Uh, 107, 106, something like that. So just after 1 o'clock start, little yeah. day baseball. How much did he pay for a ticket? I'm going right now to the website oh, just to see. Boy. Uh, I'm going to say, since it's still the wild card or whatever, we're playing a wild card team, uh, I'm going to say he, he spent $135. Under $35. Okay. $85. Where's he sitting? I don't know that answer. Man, it's about seventy-seven bucks. Doesn't matter. Oh, okay. It's actually cheaper. Is it sold out? No, not that I know of. I think there were still tickets available. You know what's crazy is on Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever they announced the times, tickets for the Blues preseason game, there were tickets that were more expensive than the Cardinals. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's when? When is it, Moon? Today, tomorrow, and is there a Sunday game if necessary? I think so, yeah. And all, all three games are being right, played boys. here in St. Louis. Yep. Pretty awesome. All right, so what are you looking for, Riz? Are you looking for... Uh, best available. Best available? Well, not in a suite or anything. Dude, right now, I can get you a ticket. Uh, section 333, row two, for nine bucks. What? I mean, am I... Am I... Wow, St. Louis rules, man. Nine we bucks. got great prices. Is this on StubHub? Yeah, these are for single tickets, so the prices yeah, are going to be yeah, way down. You oh, know? 2026. Yeah, that's, that's ways off. No, where, that's where is today. that? Uh, Section 333, so which up, would be. Up top, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's way up top. I, I mean, you're getting nosebleeds, but. That's, you're in the ballpark. You're, you're in the ballpark. Hey, you're in the ballpark. You're in by yourself. All right, some of your emails, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. And it's all brought to you by Scrap Mart Metals Recycling. Uh, just cl- uh, clean, safe, and easy metal recycling. 
Uh, I hope you guys listened to yesterday's Fastlane episode, more specifically starting at the 36-minute mark on their podcast because it looks like they're not going to punish each other anymore. Well, I then, happen to be listening at that time. Well, then it's not a then. then so you're they're not, not going to shoot each other. So now you, in well, the mid season, you're trying to change rules. Like, come here's on. Here's what they said. They said that uh, you know they had the excuse that uh, you know so and so's here, so and so's there. But like you know, we don't need to punish each other. We're not even around each other to even talk about okay, it. Okay, come on. Man. And so it's like we don't, but we don't want to punish each other because we want to have good out. Like we want to. Uh, not hurt each other. Like those guys are. Okay. They were basically calling us psychopaths because we like to hurt. But each other. But that's the game. Yeah. Besides the point. And and so what we're talking about is so not only are we pay are we playing the fast lane as far as what our whoever gets the most picks collectively for for the teams, ratio versus fast lane. But we're also playing individually. Our, individually, our asses on the line as far as whoever gets the least amount of picks correct. Right. On each show, get shot with the airsoft gun. Which, of course, affects strategy. Of, of course. course it does. And here's the deal. If we would have gone by what they're doing, and that's not going the individual competition and just focused on the team, we would have then picked how you picked because you finished in first the first week and every other week. We would be winning. But we didn't do that because we have the internal competition, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's it a, affects it's, the way you pick. It's not just a factor. It's one of the key factors. Well, and they said they're not going to shoot each other. The That's sports, a bunch. The sports show. Poor competent. Poor sportsmen. Poor sports. Poor hey, sports. Hey, guys. Where's every, the competitor in everyone, you? Everyone on their team gets a trophy, which is really cool. It I sounds like, that. like it. Yeah. Wow, dude. I'm I'm really disappointed. I'm, I'm disappointed, too. I'm I am disappointed as well. Maybe they had terrible Little League coaches. Yes, I am questioning the uh, the quality of your Little League coaches. All of you. All of you. Yeah. They were saying that they were upset that they had, you know, obviously we've destroyed them so many times. They're like, well, if you look at the last few weeks we've won, and then remember what happened this summer? Okay. We w You're just like, oh, that's good. Why you guys can't won. anything yeah. ever okay, be cool. on the up and up with it's those guys? It's never on the up and up. And <laughs> when it was, is. we won. Cheat to win. Always. Always. Nothing is ever cut and dry with those guys. You know what? That's fine. That's fine. What I think let, is. Let's just let them have it I, and, and just. No, what I think is, Moon, I think we need to bring in a. Almost an arbitrator. Oh, God, who? I think some... Okay, I think we should bring in somebody as f to make it like a decision. Like, do you need to shoot each other or should it be 0-0? Zero, zero, a referee. Some, a referee. Well, who we, a do? we can't We can't do anybody in the sports world because, like, if, okay, let's say we do Danny Mack. I think we should bring them. in, like, let's go to the top. Like, big boss John Kiowski. <laughs> we need to tell him what's okay. going on here, does and he, he's got to make like a ruling. Is he going to have time? Does he? Is he going to be concerned about coming in here and settling the fast lane versus ratio challenge? No, I think, I mean, it's I think important. even off the air, we should just sit down and go, hey, we think these guys are not playing fairly. Yeah. We think. We think. Oh, we know they're here's, not playing fairly. Here's all fairly. the evidence. Here's them on their own what show I saying think, that they changed the rules no, Robert says Crimea River. Shut up. To us. What I think is... It should be zero zero. Right I think so now. too, yeah, but it yeah. sounds like they're not even willing to do that. No, I think we should we should sit down with the boss. You know, I'm disappointed. BT had a certain man of character in my mind, but uh, yeah, I mean, just heartbroken. Wow. Next, I'm gonna get rid of that. Autograph I want to save that shut up because that was the realest shut up oh, that's ever happened. His really face is perfect. I'm too. really disappointed. <laughs> Me too. Oh, I'm disappointed. Man. Okay, uh, it's a I'll, weekend runner. I trusted them. I trusted them. I'll be honest with you. This is a weekend runner. Way to go, guys. I, I trusted you. Man, I'm so happy I happened to have it on. And I did send Anthony a text like, congrats on a couple wins. But they're not wins. No, no, I said the uh, past summer I was kind of mocking them. No, they've won nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Riz. Yeah. A lady sat by the casket at her husband's funeral. A man stood up and said, I would like to say a word. 
She said, that would be nice. The man stood up and said, plethora. The woman said, thanks. That means a lot. All right. <laughs> oh, now Stalter's texting me. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, not me. Man. Oh, yeah. He texted. Yeah. How'd you guys do last night? Well, it doesn't matter because. It you, doesn't matter because you guys are not shooting each other. You're playing a different game. You cheater. You cheater. Sure. Anthony and Brad wound up picking the winner for last night's Thursday night football game. You guys aren't playing the same game we are. Okay, did you see my response? No. My response is, how'd you sleep? How do you even sleep at all? Because, I mean, I mean, no character, no heart. None. No. I mean... <sighs> and you guys are providing a terrible example for the kids of St. Louis. Exactly. I mean, think of all the, 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 the young people getting into ath athletics. Athletics and, and look up to you and guys. And they're being taught sportsmanship, and you guys are supposed to be examples. Mm -hmm. I think if, they, if we uh, do beat them, we need to add the thing where they have to wear heavy starch sweatpants for a week or well, so. Can, can I can I be can I be honest here and 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 I think that uh, I think that they think that we're taking this lightly and this is all joking and this is us ribbing them. Um, I just want to say to the members of the fast lane like how serious we all are about uh, this. And I'm, you like this is this is this is legit. Like we are not like oh, let's get uh oh. Oh, here's John Kiowski, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. And Anthony Stalter is listening. Outrageous, right? Outrageous. I can't believe Stalter would go along with that. Wow. Right? The other guys, total wimps. <laughs> if the game is, if the game is whoever doesn't pick, whoever's in last place for each individual team gets shot in the ass with the airsoft gun. As it should be. As it should be. So if we're playing one way and they're not playing the same way, it's everything's null and void. All I could tell you, both of them have contracts up. Oh! All right. Oh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, John Kiowski, general manager. Bye, Bye John. Great to see you. Thanks for dinner the other night. Yeah, that man's amazing. It all just comes down to three words. Rules is rules. Maybe that's Amen. two words. enough. Yeah, I don't think you have to say anything else. No. The way he came in here, I was worried. He threw the briefcase <laughs> on the chair. I mean, he came in here hot, He came in here hot. You know what's in his briefcase? Ritz crackers. Nope. Briefs. Yeah, it's a Stalder's contract. Can, do, uh, have you ever thought about trading? Uh, maybe a possible trade? Yeah, we'll take I'm Andrew Marsh. We'll give you one. We'll give you one. One Scott. Yeah, we'll give you one Scott for an Andrew Marsh. Ooh, a Marshy Marsh for a king? I like that trade. <laughs> I not No, Scott, I don't like that. One more. One more. Uh, while listening to your podcast, uh, I heard you guys discussing the Stranger Things home haunt display in Iowa. I'm here to say that as a home haunter, our intention to cause issues in, in neighborhoods is never something we want to do. Is he a ghost? Uh, because he's a home are you haunter. A home haunter? Are you? Are you? Are, is a ghost riding in? He says, or Will she. Will you rattle some chains? He or she says, we are just out to bring fun and enjoyment to the kids. We put a lot of effort, money, our sweat, tears, and yes, sometimes blood. It's not intentional, but power tools, into these displays. So to hear someone stating how we don't think about our neighbors, I can assure you we do. My neighbors love our haunt and look forward to it every year. Some of the neighborhood teenagers have had their homecoming pics taken in front of our yard. So just a little insight, and I hope you can look at our madness in a different no, way. No, I, listen, I know there's some neighborhoods that embrace it. This story was yesterday. There is a house, I forget what, Ohio? Uh, yeah, so I don't know. They have a giant display, like a strange, the guy, they made their house up to look like a Stranger Things house. Thousands of people come by through the neighborhood to see this house. There is a neighbor that's like, 
I don't like thousands of people in my neighborhood. Yeah, they're catching major hell for good reason. I mean, it's all yeah. over the news and all that Strangers kind of stuff. trekking through the yards. and It sounds like this this person here. You live in a great neighborhood. Yeah, this person here probably went to the neighbors and said, hey, we're doing this thing, and the neighbors embraced, and it was great. It sounds like the other people clearly did not do that because the neighborhood is not happy. Well, Your neighborhood is happy. One Theirs person is not, is not happy. Okay, but you can't understand why somebody's not happy with thousands of people rolling through the neighborhood? Yeah, this is clearly going to be a case-by-case -case situation. But in this particular one, there's a lot of evidence that says you're more trouble than fun. But I'm ha I'm happy that they have a great neighborhood that people are excited to. Yeah. That's awesome. And I'm sure it's fun for everybody. Wait, so this is the people from from the news story? That, that no, no, no. This? this is somebody that lives oh, in oh. this area. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about this one particular scenario where we saw the pictures. It's the end of a cul-de-sac, and they literally have traffic jams. I can't remember if it was me or if it was Riz, but we, we just said, listen, we, our neighborhood, we just want our neighborhood to be peaceful. Like, I don't want the attraction. I don't want people blocking my driveway. I don't want people walking through my yards. If you have checked with your neighbors, and they're aware of it, and they're cool with it, great. Yeah. It sounds like in that story, they did not. I'm already the guy that stares at every driver that's going over 15 miles an hour on my street because I'm like, hey, man, there's kids everywhere. Yeah, you're sitting out there with a radar gun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry to be that guy, but if you're flying through, dude, like at any given point, kids are going to be in the street, in this hood, in this, yeah, in this I, that, area. Yeah, that angers Drives me, me insane. Well. Yeah, since my kids play in the street. You wouldn't be like uh, as upset if you would let kids walk through your yard so yelling at them to... When they're on their yard, now they're out in the street. They can walk through my yard all they want to stay out of the road. Well, they can't walk in my yard because of the landmines. <laughs> <laughs> Not like the dog crap, but literal landmines. It's the Rizzuto Show. Douchebag of the day. <laughs> now, don't talk to me about the Geneva Convention. I get it. All right, today's douchebag of the day comes to us from Irvine, California, where a guy is facing charges after surveillance footage shows him taking a dog out of a parked car last week. Oh, my God. A, a small dog named Mookie was stolen out of a car in the University Town Center parking lot last Friday. Detectives found surveillance video that showed a guy walk up to the car on its rear passenger side, talk to the dog, and then take the dog through an open window within 40 seconds. Do we know what the dog said? Rut row. <laughs> the guy in the video was later identified as 38-year-old Earl Choi. Earl. Come on, Earl. Uh, Mookie's owner posted about the incident on a pet recovery website. Now, Earl, who took the dog, made contact with the owner and said that his roommate came home with a dog that matched Mookie's description. And, oh, my God, I have your dog. I'll give the dog back, of course, for a small fee. Oh, that's sweet. The owner said, sure. Let's meet up at a place where I could then call the cops and they could come arrest you. So, owner agreed to meet up with Earl, pick up the dog. Once he got to the location, officers arrested him, charged him with grand theft. Mookie safely returned to the family. So, this a-hole stole the dog, contacted the owner and said, I found your dog. I'll return for a small fee. Oh, my you douchebag. That is our douchebag of the day. I found your dog in your car, and I took it, and I'm now looking for that reward. Thank you. All right, so uh, obviously he's facing criminal charges, but he's also facing uh, charges uh, here on, on, on the Riz Show. So please, a little, a little uh, well, punishment. Okay. For uh, Earl. I think just to start off, I mean, let's say the guy is kind of by the, the car. 
I just so happen to see that there's a Gatlin gun right over there. So if you just want to get that thing whirring. And I can't believe that he managed to avoid that, grab the dog, and take off. But as he's running, the neighborhood dogs are catching wind of what's oh. going down. <laughs> and even though he's got a limp, he's still on the move, and I think it's time we call him the Bunker Buster. Oh, okay. On an airstrike. All right. And that's that. Mm -hmm. Earl taken care of. Pseudo Show, Traffic and Weather. Quick break. We'll come back. Moon's got your sports. Don't forget, we got the real fake results in just a little bit. I can't believe John Kiaska, I mean, with authority, just comes in here, makes a ruling. Unbelievable. And he and, and John is the type of guy that anytime he comes in here, the very first thing he says, sorry to bother you, and blah, blah, blah. He came in here, threw his briefcase, and just fired off. <laughs> deal, but I guess, I guess it is. McDonald's announced they're bringing back their Halloween pails. Huge deal. Did and I realize love this deal? thing. As soon as I saw that, I got the, all the feels from being a kid in Halloween. All they need to do now is bring back the McNugget gang in like the Halloween costumes. The yeah, Boo see, Ghost. I, and I guess I didn't. I didn't. This was, this was all. This, uh, you were probably in high school when all this stuff hit. Well, no, they, so McDonald's bringing back the Halloween pails. For a limited time starting October 18th. So they first introduced these in 1986. And they've sold a bazillion of these because if you go to pretty much anyone's house, you're going to find at least one of these buckets. Holding candy, right? Yeah, still. As, yeah. as a, you know, like a decoration. Like the, like the Halloween pails from, from McDonald's will come out yeah. with the Halloween decorations. Mm -hmm. I forgot about these things. So the returning Halloween Happy Meal pails uh, feature the familiar characters, OG McBoo, <laughs> McPunkin and McGoblin. And during the promotion, Happy Meals come uh, served in one of the three pails, mm -hmm. which can be reused for any number of purposes, including uh, trick-or-treating for Halloween candy. I guess McDonald's dropped the news on Twitter this week, yesterday with a teaser caption, uh, guess who's coming back? And I saw people were going nuts. Going crazy. Did you have one of these pails as a kid? I think so. I don't remember having this. I guess these things returned on, 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 I guess they come back on occasion, last one being in 2016. And this news comes shortly after McDonald's launched an adult Happy Meal that fans are going crazy for. So, and Halloween pails are available October 18th through the 31st, or while supplies last at um, participating McDonald's. What's, what's the price of a Happy Meal right now? Uh, I would say five bucks. Is it that cheap? I don't know why I was thinking two ninety nine, or is that two ninety nine? Is that like nineteen ninety six prices? I think yeah, I think you're you're a little you're a little behind the times. Thirty six cents. It's a pretty good deal. And I tell you what, most most of those types of places that I've been going to recently, if I'm if I'm there for me, I'm doing the old kids meal thing. For you? Yeah, for me. Well, you gotta have that toy. You can't pass that That's up. That's right. Well, I don't even know if they're coming with toys anymore. But I'm just saying, like it's typically a kid kids meal because a. Like, do I really need oh. the serving size that they're serving adults? Probably not. So I'm not going to mind the smaller serving size. It's probably better for me mm -hmm. in this current uh, moment anyway. And it's like $3 cheaper. It's it's uh, they're, 
the the value meals are uh, so but expensive. You got to admit though, the fries, that little fries. That's okay. I don't Come need on, that man. many fries hey, anyway. No, it's, honestly, it's <laughs> like on, it's it's been a good thing for me. It's been a good thing. How much is that? Six piece chicken nugget meal, which comes with a kid's French fries, a side, and a drink. So that means either apples or you can get double fries, you know. Yeah. Uh, that'll cost you four twenty nine. That's a six piece meal. Wow. That's... You want a cheeseburger, two seventy nine. Oh, oh two seventy nine. Oh, that is spectacular. You want a hamburger, two forty nine. A four piece chicken nugget, three twenty nine. Spectacular. Wow. Man, oh. I am impressed. Okay, so Halloween is is three weeks away. But it's not too early to be thinking about candy. And I said thinking it's probably too early to buy it unless you could magically prevent it from being eaten too soon. But there are a lot of different opinions on the best Halloween candies. So somebody compiled rankings from 10 different experts and used them to create one master list of the top five. Now, I'll tell you the experts. The experts are from the website Delish, the Washington Post, the New York Times, the L.A. Times, Thrillist, and Pioneer Woman. Okay, so these are the top five Halloween candies according to experts. So that's a pretty good pet. That's a pretty good list of reputable sources here. I'm disappointed I wasn't included in that, but that's okay. Okay, so what mm. are their top five Halloween candies? I got three. I can't think of the other two. Okay, go ahead. Reese's peanut butter cup. That's their number one. Ba-bum. And uh, many candy experts rank Reese's high on their list for their perfect size and packaging. Okay, that's number one. Skittles. Skittles, nope. Starburst. Starburst, number five. Okay. I put I put still Skittles slash Starburst. Starburst, sweet, chewy, and just the right size, but some colors are better than others. Experts love pink, but Starburst wouldn't make this list if it was just a pack full of orange ones. Okay, and then I have, I have one more that I think for sure is in the top okay. five. That's Snickers. Snickers number four. It's easily the hardiest of all candy bars. Nougat, caramel, nuts, and chocolate represent pretty much every candy food group. Okay, and then I have three <laughs> that I wrote down that I put. This this is a this is a shot in the dark. Twix number two. As texture goes, Twix bars hit the right note every time. So good. never too dry, never too chewy, never too creamy. Bring back cookies and cream. And then the other one is Three Musketeers or Milky Way. Nah. You're missing I think number I know three. It. I know it. Go ahead. It's the old lady down the street's ball of popcorn. Yeah. I love how loud that was. It, it deserved <laughs> to be louder. What? I thought, no. He didn't say M&M or Skittles. Nope. He uh, said Skittles, not Skittles. Not uh, M&M's. Did we say Snickers yet? Snickers was number four. Is it? Can you tell us, is it? Is it chocolate? Or is oh, it it's Tootsie Roll. Oh, it's not chocolate? Not chocolate. Okay. Sour Patch Kids. That has always been on list lately. Like the past three years, sour, I hate them. That was the number but one But Sour in Patch Ohio. Kids is always up there now. First they're sour, then they're sweet, and there's a palatable chewiness. Uh, but they won't get stuck in your teeth. They are very good. See, I, I don't. That, that's not for me. Oh, oh they're so, so Gummy good. bears and stuff, eh. So good. If you want to be the hero, you will absolutely be the hero. You go stock up on picnic bars, and you introduce no. your neighborhood to that. There's no fun size ones. And I like you picnic bars once a year. That's it. Uh, there, there are, there are, um, there are bags with like picnic bites. Oh, there are. <laughs> Where? Oh, yeah, there are. And by uh, the way, can you what get are you them from Amazon? They're Somebody said, "What the hell is Moon talking about? Bring back cookies and cream Twix." That's a thing now. They're normal. They're everywhere. They came back and then they left again. Now apparently, oh, that's I haven't a thing. seen them. All right, so I'm going years. to Amazon. Yeah, this says available in Walmart, Target. They're everywhere. Really? Oh, the cookies and oh, oh, you, you know, you know what? I, the issue was it was a, dis- a different recipe than the '90s one. Oh. All right, the Cadbury picnic bars, and these are the ones that we found or you found at that English at store, the English shop uh, in downtown St. Charles, Tellum Moon, from the Point Center. 
They're not going to give you any discount, but I just want the credit. Man, they're expensive. <laughs> they are the best candy bar, hands down. I do not agree. Across the planet. What do you know? They're, no, they're good. The, I used to be 400 pounds. I mean, they're good, <laughs> but I wouldn't say hands down the best across the planet. It is such a perfect blend of all different flavors. I think you could buy, flavors. like, fun-size ones. Like, you could, they have to come from England. Yeah, you, that's it. So, English shop. You could buy a 12-pack of them. For 28 bucks. Uh, this one, I got I got a 12-pack of Cadbury Picnic Bar Fun-Size Mini Bars, $6. Oh, the, for the twelve pack. Oh, this one says twenty eight. So maybe the little bites that come in the bag, excellent. The, the little squares, you know. Yeah, yeah it's a good. Hey, See, look, here's good. the fun size twelve mini bars, six bucks. Oh man, oh, I'm bad. telling you, it's so good. I saw. I went to Amazon. Just a perfect blend. All right, yeah, Moon. Get them downtown St. Charles. Yeah, uh, Riz. Uh, shall we do some sports? Yes, of course. Right here and uh, right now. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, what do you got? Sports brought to you by DB Sports Bar and Grill. Don't get your car or your wallet jacked. Park for free in their secure lot and take the golf cart shuttle to the games this weekend. The road to the World Series begins today. Major League Baseball is shaking up its postseason to let more teams in and give clubs uh, with a better record a slight advantage. The playoffs begin with a four wild card series. Uh, previously, MLB had done a one-game wild card with two teams from both the American and the National Leagues. For now, four teams from each league will play in two best-of-three series for the right to advance to the divisional round. The teams with the better record will host all three potential games. That happens to be St. Louis here for the Philly against the Phillies. The top two division winners of the AL and NL will wait and play next week. The National League wildcard matchups are the Phillies and St. Louis Cardinals and the Padres and New York Mets. The Los Angeles Dodgers and Atlanta Braves will play the winners of those matchups in the AL. I tell you what, so so before you get to the AL, so okay, so you got the Cards, Phillies, you got the you got the uh, Mets and and Padres. Padres. That, that's going to be an interesting. So Scherzer starts today for the Mets, right? I believe so. Wow. And they in San Diego or are they in New York? I think they are in San... Didn't San Diego have the better record? Mm. Oh, man. That I don't know. They are in New York. Scott, who do you got for that series? The Mets had so many hot Oh, the Mets. I'll put all my money. Okay. I think the Mets... I'm putting the kids' college funds on that. I mean, that... It's okay. uh, pretty impressive. You said enough. I yeah. think the Mets at this point have... have now, we are only slight favorites over the Phillies right now. Yeah. Uh, in the American League, Tampa Bay Rays travel to the uh, to play Cleveland Guardians, and the Mariners go to Canada to face the Toronto Blue Jays. The Houston Astros and the New York Yankees have buys into the divisional Boy, round. Toronto's good. Yeah, the wild card matchups can be seen on ESPN, ESPN2, and ABC. It looks like Marmel has announced that uh, Jose Quintana will start game one for us, and Miles Michaelis will start the game two against the Phillies. That's Is the, the game on channel two here? I think it's on ABC. All right, I'm, I'm going to look. Go ahead. Usually a game that goes into overtime has an excitement level. Not the case on Thursday Night Football last night. Denver fans booed their Broncos many times during the game, and neither team scored a touchdown. Here's Al Michaels and uh, Kirk uh, uh, Herb, Street with, Street. Herb Street with a pretty good example of the lack of action with the Colts and Broncos near the end of regulation. Check this out. Six field goals. 9-9. <laughs> nine, nine. There's no way you've called it 9-9. Nine, nine, yeah. They're leaving. The Broncos fans are bailing. They've had enough. It's 9-9. They're like, the heck with it. I'm out. Sometimes you just got to beat the traffic. Wow. Yep. So exciting. Colts 12, Broncos 9. Yes, the Colts won it with another field goal, and none of us, I say again, 
None of us scored a point on the NFL pickup. Uh, None of us. So what? 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 When's the game on? ESPN bought the wild card round, so it's on ABC. Even huh. locally here, huh? It's on ABC. Okay. Um, Sarah. Acor- Lee. According to, uh, sorry, according to the to the Cardinals website, it says first pitch 107 ABC. Okay. This is uh, trending on um, on Twitter right now. Sarah Lee, a past winner of WWE's famous Tough Enough show has sadly died at the age of 30 years old, her mother announced yesterday. No cause of death was revealed. Quote, it is with heavy hearts we wanted to share that our Sarah Weston has gone to be with Jesus, Tara, oh, uh, Terry Lee said in a heartbreaking post on social media. Did you watch that show, Tone? Yeah, you know who this is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she never made it big in the wrestling world, but I know exactly who this is. She's got three kids. I think she married another wrestler, oh, too. Man, oh, so sad. sad. Um, we talked about this uh, and, and showed the video a couple days ago. The fan who was taken down by Rams, Bobby Wagner, after running onto the field during Monday Night Football, has now filed a police report over the incident. Oh, a rep for the organization Direct Action Everywhere took credit for the wild scene at Levi Stadium and says that the report stems from a, quote, blatant assault by two Rams players. The two protesters disrupted the game by running on the field and then released two pink smoke bombs to make a statement. One of the protesters, a woman, was taken down before she got on the field. And as the guy headed towards the Rams' sideline, Bobby Wagner, along with teammate uh, McKinley, took him down. Security took over, and the fans were eventually detained, cited, and released. The stunt was to raise awareness for a trial involved uh, involving the alleged theft of pigs from a factory farm. Uh, after the game, Wagner said he jumped in to help security for safety reasons. Quote, you don't know what the fan got or what they're doing. Of course. Um, Wagner has not <laughs> has not yet been arrested or charged with any crime. This almost reminds me of like uh, somebody breaking into somebody's house. That the the person defending their house, yeah. and then you suing, yeah. for for the injuries. So we will see. And nothing's going to happen to this. You don't we've think already, so? We've already seen. It'll be thrown out of court, and I hope they charge. I hope they charge them with court fees for wasting everybody's time. Check this out. An NBA G League game has spawned a superstar. Absolute superstar, at least by name. On Tuesday, G League Ignite player, French uh, French team Metropol- Metropol- uh, Metropolitans, that's it, Metropolitans 92. One of the members of Metro 92 is named, wait for it, Steve Ho-You-Fat. Okay. Steve is a 34-year-old forward from Cayenne, French Guiana. It's his second year on the team. The game was broadcast on ESPN2, and fans took notice of his incredible last name. This guy's going to sell so many jerseys. Check out what the announcer said. It's so funny. Curling off the screen, driving baseline. Oh, you fat with a three. Yes, I just said that. That is that man's name. Don't tweet at me. Want to tweet from anybody? That's the man's name. Okay, so his last name is Ho You Fat. Ho You Fat, and not spelled like strange. It's H O space Y O U space F A T. So it's not like remember the old XFL with Yo He, he Hate me. me. Yeah. And what was this guy's first name? Steve. This guy's name is Steve Ho You Fat. <laughs> yeah, Steve is spelled with uh, three E's. So S T E E V E. So it's Steve. Steve. So they, ha- they Ho have you to fat. sell these jerseys. <laughs> yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. I Ho- bet you will see these. Even if they don't sell them, you will see these jerseys around. Ho you Somebody fat, will them. Ho you fat got in on the fun by posting on a social media uh, after the game. Quote, looks like they really want that jersey. <laughs> uh, Antonio Brown is being dragged to court yet again. This time, a man in Florida claims the, the whiteout sold him a bogus Richard Milley, is it, or, or Mill, Richard Mill watch for $160,000, fully knowing that it was a phony worth far less. Get this. Ryan Kane filed the lawsuit against Browns uh, or against Brown over it all uh, in Broward County earlier this week, alleging that the NFL star ripped him off 
back in July 27th. In the suit, Kane says Brown assured him the watch, allegedly an RM011 model, was real and said it had a value of in excess of $400,000. Kane says he bought it based on Brown's claims, wired $160,000 to Brown's company, but he learned a few weeks later that the thing was fake. Kane says that he asked around and he learned that Brown had bought the fake watch and three others like it from a dealer in Dubai earlier this year for less than $500 a piece. Kane is now suing Brown for fraud and more, seeking to get his money back plus interest. Um, I have time for one more? Quick, we real quick. Uh, you know, I don't have anything real quick, so I'm going to throw it all up on the blog. I'm, I'm Moon. That's your sports because feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's Bob's Hood time. Thank you, Moon. Uh, King Scott, hate to kind of throw this on you, but can we do it? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. What's going on in the news today? Today. Sponsored by. It is sponsored by Retroactive Smoke Shop, firing up fun in St. Louis for over 25 years. RetroactiveSmokeShop.com. A study finds that biking makes people happy, which is why you always see President Biden crashing with a smile. <laughs> Scientists yeah. believe that an asteroid ki that killed the dinosaurs also caused a massive mile-high tsunami, so at least they got some of the good surfing in before they croaked. <laughs> Today is World Smile Day. Hopefully, Steve Buscemi did not get the memo. Why says Bushimi? He it's does like, not know like how to Bushimi say it. Bushimi is like something you get at a uh, Japanese restaurant. restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Bushemi. Every James Bond movie is now on Amazon Prime, and I'm surprised this didn't happen sooner since Jeff Bezos plays the bad guy in almost all of them. Ew. Rust will resume shooting. Let's just hope Alec Baldwin doesn't. Oh, oh boy. What? Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow worried she would no longer be sexually attractive when she turned 40. She's wrong. It's when she opens her mouth. Tomorrow's Nick Cannon's 42nd birthday. Nick is having a simple celebration with just his family, so he rented out a Brazilian soccer stadium. Paul McCartney was voted most popular Beatle in a new poll. He was followed by John, then George, then the Volkswagen, then Beatle Bailey, and then a dung beetle, and then Ringo. Yo-Yo Ma turns 70 or 67 today, and as he does every year, he'll celebrate with his brother Slinky and Silly Putty. <laughs> and finally, American Idol winner Taylor Hicks turns 46 today. He's proof that in your wildest—he's uh, proof that your wildest dreams can come true if your wildest dreams is total an M anonymity. Thank you. <laughs> After about six months of mid-level level fame. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. Eminem and Eminem. Okay. CNN and the enemy. You'll get him next time. Thank you. May the good be with you. If there is a next time after that. <laughs> I feel like I just got hit in the head. What happened? I that, was a, head. that was a word. Yep. I know I just sprung it on you there, Scott. But That's right. Okay. Crushed it, right? Crushed it. Yep. All right. Indeed. That's what you call it. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Yeah, that 9 a.m. hour sure came out of nowhere. Yep. <laughs> All right. You know what? So we'll, a quick reset. We'll come back with a real fake result. It's 9.33. Oh, no. Hey, yo, what's up? This is Marlon Wayans, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. You old fool. Oh, hey. Guy. Uh, welcome back to the program. Casey and Remy are here. Happy Friday. Oh, to you guys as well. Thanks. What's, uh, what's happening this weekend? Anything fun? Just Cardinals. Oh, yeah. just Cardinals, huh? That's that's all that's happening. Is anybody going to the game? No. I'll be at uh, Ballpark Village for the wine walk tomorrow, so you can come see me there, but otherwise, no. 
So it's where people just go, oh, <laughs> You walked right into that one. It's too cold out. <laughs> wow. Did I wear the right shoes? How My far shoes are walk? This is a long way. Oh, I love I, that. So W I N E, like wine. Wine. Uh, yes. Oh, wine. I should have said that. All right. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Uh, Man, <laughs> that is an early we gotta get out of here. All right, let's get the real fake results. Did you have to act that out, Tony? I mean, we have some it people that are hearing impaired. I just wanted to give them listening the, to the radio, yes. Gist of what's going on. Are we not on YouTube, Riz? <laughs> you can go to YouTube, you can put the captions on. Wow. Wow. I'm on one today. Him. Him. Me? What did I do? Oh, oh you have fun Thank at you. your wine walk. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> All right. A real effect you know, sponsored by... I really got to get out of here. It's sponsored by Patricia's. We're fun of it. <laughs> sorry <laughs> he's treating you like that. That's not fair. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Who are you talking to? No, no, no. Our guests. I'm, I'm uh, who's I'm treating who here? Oh, nothing. It's also brought to you by The Shack, where if you go in and you mention The Riz Show, Moon gets nothing for free. Yay! <laughs> You get nothing, and you get nothing, and you get nothing. All right, so this is week number two in the competition. This is the down for the count punishment. Have to count out $1,057 worth of pennies, no electronics, just paper and a pen and fun. And thanks to Together Credit Union for supplying the pennies and the facility. And they will donate that $1,057 to Kids Rock Cancer. That's awesome. Which is mighty kind of them. Yeah. All right, so Tony and King Scott through the Hail Marys last week, week number one, they connected. Boom. Boom. Five points each. Right. Moon and I, even though we boob swept in the cellar with four points, mm -hmm. that's fine. Still very early in the competition. We played at 21 points. So uh, we'll go one, two, three for the reveal. Tony, a description of photo number one, please. Uh, photo number one. Uh, photo number one is pretty awesome. Uh, these are a very fancy bra. Uh, Casey, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I said this is a bra you don't wear for support. This is a bra you wear because somebody's going to see it. Yes. Right. It's That's black. Like it's lacy. It is thing, right? not comfy. Yeah, that is not a comfy bra. Uh, however, everybody it's went, appreciated. It is appreciated. Everybody here went real except for Moon, who is on fake island. Oh, boy. Moon is on fake island It's here. not a bad pick, Moon. Oh, yeah, if there you. were to be one to go fake on, this would yeah. be it. Yeah. All right, who's going to? All right, Casey, yeah. photo number one. Come on, make my weekend. Real or fake? 64% of listeners went with real. Went, I'm sorry. 64% of listeners went with moon and said fake. Oh. But they're real. Oh! <laughs> Good for her, man. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. When during real or fake, when Riz gets uh -oh. silent, something is a, something is up. I don't, I don't, you know, I've been accused of just rubbing things in people's faces. No way, no, why? No, and no, guess no. what? Continue. That's I'm who not, you is. I'm not that guy anymore. Let, yes, you are. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I'm gonna give a point to every one of us except for Moon. That's oh, okay. I'll get it back. All right. Uh, on to uh, photo number two, uh, Moon and. Description, please. This is the ultimate zoom in. All we see is uh, cleave, and uh, we have a little bit of uh, the dress. I assume it's like a polka dot sort of sort of dress, but straight up booby mugshot. There you have it. Yeah, this is brought to you by the letter W. Mm -hmm. For you could see wow. the letter. Oh, w. It's just a big giant oh, okay. W. It's like the end of Sesame Street. <laughs> Brought to you by the letter W. <laughs> oh, I can see, I can see okay, so uh, we've all gone real. Uh, this is my lock, and this is Tony's lock. Now, I oh, feel boy. also, um, because I laughed at Moon, karmically, I'm going to get screwed here. 
Yeah, you really should. And that's why I really stopped. But that doesn't always okay, happen. my lock, Tony's lock, we've all gone real. Remy, photo number two, real or fake? An astounding 95% oh, went real. And they're real. You're good. Oh, okay. Oh. Woo! Uh, that's uh, a guaranteed P-O-I-N-T-S. I had to spell that out slower than I wanted to. This is a danger zone now. Two for Tony, two for me. <laughs> one for Scott, one for me. Moon is not happy. <laughs> he is so not happy. I'm right always curious, whatever, man. <laughs> you go, hmm. It'll, it'll all work out. It's all, it's all good. All right, on to, uh, oh, next week, by the way, is your last week with mustaches. Yeah, that's what you said. Hey, hey, last week week with mustaches, at least forced to have the mustache. Forced, required. That's what you Required mustaches, yeah. This right here, I'm starting to like it. I like it, too. I think it fits you well. I think so, Mm -hmm. too. I'm, like, used to seeing you like this now. I think if you change it, I'm going to be disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Even even changing my own face, Riz is going to be disappointed in me. Just put it out there. Okay, uh, photo number three, a description, please. King Scott. This is a very sensual photo. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like one of those glamour photos from the mall, the one that the ladies really go for. Soft focus. Oh, soft focus. Okay, yeah. And uh, she's got her hair down, and uh, it's a very... Uh, she's bending in an odd way here, and these are just hanging out for you, and uh, it's just kind of tough Riz, to see you, what's going on. Did you just see the slow turn Casey gave to Scott? She get, He's what? just so flustered getting through it. Yeah, <laughs> It's a MySpace angle. Yeah, I, I feel like every time we ask Scott to speak, it's an, it's an adventure. This is a MySpace photo, isn't it? Yeah, the MySpace angle. Yeah. I like that. Oh. Uh, we've all gone real. This is Moon's Lock of the Week, and this is King Scott's Lock of the Week. Oh, I changed mine to number two. Nope. Casey? <laughs> Photo number three, real or fake? 87% of listeners also went with real. And they're real. Oh, wow. Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't like the fact that real and wrong start with the same sound. Because it makes me so nervous when you're like, and they're real. Okay, so going into week number three, uh, Tony and King Scott, nine points. I have eight points. Moon has seven points. Cool, man. It's still, hey, it's still early. Uh, thank you guys for, for the real fake results. You got it. Thank you. Pleasure to see you guys. Have a great weekend. You too. Enjoy the wah walk. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's too early. Oh, my God. I got to get out of here. I feel like yeah, I got, I got. there's a fence taken at this point. <laughs> Can you uh, imagine working the registration tent? Am I in the right place? <laughs> too expensive. <laughs> the line's too long. Parking was garbage. Moon yeah. Blogging Podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Everything we covered on the show today, sports, Riz News, crap on celebrities. Even Can you dou- speak any slower? Even douchebag of the day, which yep. we're putting a new name there, and it starts with R and ends with Remy. Izuto. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. I come in here once a week. <laughs> the podcast title is I Need My Happy Place, which is what half of us are thinking. Friday right 950 Riz is possibly my favorite Riz. Like my buddy Eric, like wedding Eric is the best. 950 Friday Riz right. is my all-time Watch, favorite. It's so good. 1004, I'm off the clock. <laughs> All right, great. We'll see you later. Energy up. <laughs> All right. Uh uh ooh, competing 5Ks tomorrow? Is is your wine walk a 5K or anything? Uh no. It's a you're drinking wine. Oh, okay. After the Blue Note 5K. Oh, after the Blue Obviously. Note 5K. Yeah. Yeah. Blue yeah, Note 5K yeah. tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Patrick will be down there. And then uh, DBs for Sunday football beginning at 1130. You got right? it. 
All right, anything else? <laughs> That's no, it, man. And God help you if you do have anything else. We leave you with today's selection from our Team Riz member of the day, brought to you by Copper Fire Barn Eatery in Belleville. From Belleville, Tom Dawson is yeah, our Team Riz. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. Dobbs.